Blog Talk Radio. Prepare for launch in three, two, one. Welcome to the break beat. We make heat to blaze streets with these words. Whether you win the burbs or in the hood on the street curb or corner. Crossing all the borders in your mental state. Elevation taking or falling line like the inner state. Finna take you on the journey like the Zelda game. Painting perfect pictures without the cellophane. The Pelopane's words are staying with destruction. And we're here with ideas for construction. Critiquing critics with cynics with the lyrics. Demolish demons and spirits to make the network less limit. Covered your position. Listen, when I drop wisdom with the gods listening in a big pot. Give it all I got to give it the spread info Stimulate your mental over instrumental Trying to reach my tempo, tired of the cheap talk Gotta get informed and spread a message of free thought Separate the name, the break represents the news and issues We use to discuss a new concept To be this how I rearrange and change the presentation So it isn't as complex together Introduce topics, micro, macroscopic With a little logic and perspective Educate, entertain, graffiti on your brain So the set for a change for a make my exit on the break beat. Greetings, Earthlings. It's your boy, MC Brooks. Got the lovely Noah Jones on with me, as always. What's up? And, <laughs> and tonight we're here to bring you another phenomenal edition of our show, The Breakbeat, here on BFC Radio, on Blog Talk. And uh, we got a pretty dope show for you guys tonight. Uh, it's kind of a show that's been in the make in the in the workings for a while, at least kind of in my head. And uh, well, we've we've packaged it up, and uh, we're going to discuss some pretty dope stuff tonight. We're going to merge a few of my favorite, a few of our favorite things, to one show. We're going to be discussing video games, Woo. and uh, we're going to. But we're not just going to talk about you know top ten list, best games, PS4 versus Xbox One. I mean, we can do that at a later show, but not tonight. Tonight, we're going to be discussing race and gender stereotypes in video games. So we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit beneath the surface. Then you know, we're gonna go we're gonna dive a little deeper into this than you know most people would normally do when it comes to having discussions about video games. Um, so, and we have, we have a whole slew of issues we're gonna get into, and we'll get into those in a bit. But before we get into that, we're going to go through, you know, our usual thing, the announcements. First and foremost, make your, make sure you guys go and check the archives. Uh, I've had some pretty dope shows. Obviously, we had a show two weeks ago called Love and Happiness that featured myself, Noah, and guest hosted Vita Star of On Blast with Vita Star. And we discussed our experiences with dating as being black nonbelievers. And then... <laughs> Shit got a little real on the podcast. <laughs> so uh, make sure you guys uh, go check that show out. We, uh, we're we actually really happy to announce that. We actually have over 600 listens for that episode, which is pretty phenomenal because that's pretty much the most listens we've gotten for any of the episodes that we've done so far. So uh, that being said, uh, make sure you go check that episode out. Last week... Uh, there was, we were featured, Noah and myself were featured on Vita Star's show on black feminism. So make sure you go check that out. It was myself, Noah, uh, Bruce Smith of Reality is Real, and Emmeline from the Em and Evil show, as well as Vita. Uh, this past Sunday, Kim, you know, our patron here, had a show on black, on black women in the social justice movement. 
pretty fantastic show. Make sure you go check that out. Also, this past Sunday, BFT's very own Raina Rhodes celebrated a birthday. Now she's not here tonight, Woo! so we're not about. <laughs> she ain't here tonight, so we're not about to get our Stevie Wonder on, unfortunately. But you know, um, you know, if you if you didn't on Sunday, make sure you go wish her a happy birthday. You know, she would thoroughly, very much so appreciate that. Um, but speaking of Raina, uh, as most people know, Raina and myself started a group here in the D.C. area called Chocolate City Skeptics. A um, few of you are probably in the Facebook group. Uh, Chocolate City Skeptics, you know, it's supposed to provide a safe space for black skeptics, non-believers, free thinkers, etc., who are interested in social justice. Uh, our second annual meeting is taking place this Sunday at 3 p.m. Uh, if you need more details, you can holler at me, you can holler at Raina, or you can just hit up the Facebook group. Um... That's pretty much all I've got. Noah, you got any announcements? Mm, other than that, well, I guess we're talking. We're gonna talk about that in a second. So that's not really. I don't have really any announcements besides the position. So. All right. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. So, for tonight, I encourage all of you to uh, go on. If you're on Twitter, make sure to participate in the hashtag. Uh, you can ask questions. You can also respond to some of the questions that we'll present. Just use the hashtag BreakBeatBFT. You can check my timeline. You can also check the Black Freethinkers timeline um, in, the, in order to find the hashtag if you can't find it yourself. Also, the number, if you wish to dial in and listen or dial in and share your thoughts on any of the subjects that we have tonight, the dial-in number is 310-982-4273. And uh, once you call in, make sure you press 1 so I can know that you're in the queue. And once we get a spot, I will definitely bring you on. So um, that's it for the announcements portion. Now, uh, our first topic, I'm going to let Noah explain. Um, there was a, she started a, a petition um, about revolving around one of one of my favorite games that was released last year, and um, I'll let Noah take it away and explain her explain her petition and her reasons for starting it. All right, so I started a petition on Change.org. Um, it was basically it's basically petitioning Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment to add three black female characters to Injustice: Gods Among Us as an expansion pack. Because I, well, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just going to read what it says because I'm sleepy right now, y'all. I'm sorry. Okay, so I play a lot of fighting games. I know, right? You would think that as an obsessive lover of fantasy and sci-fi series, I'd be way more into RPGs. But fighting games are my favorite games. And I've played Tekken, Dead or Alive, Soul Calibur, and, 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 and a few other fighting games. And yet I rarely, if ever, see any black female characters in any of my favorite games. I don't understand why that is. And I spent, like, most of my life hearing how black women are strong or fighters, but there's usually not even a one in any of the games I've mentioned. And I see a few black men and, and, and you know, probably, you know, a lot of Asians because of, the, you know, the ninja stereotypes and everything like that. But that's it as far as diversity. So I want them to add... Nubia, 
Wonder Woman's sexy black twin sister, because I love Nubia. She's sexy, y'all. And Onyx, she was an ally of Batman. Vixen, and uh, I kind of threw Batwing in there. Kind of threw Batwing in there. He's not he's not female, obviously, but I just like him, so I threw him in there. But Nubia, Onyx, and Vixen were the main three. I love I love Injustice, Gods Among Us. I play it with my man all the time because he's a he's a well he's a beginner game programmer, so he loves gaming and he wants to make games. So I play a lot of games with him, and that's one of my favorite ones. And and I really would like to see more of people who look like me and and not just not just men but women too. So. I thought it'd be cool if they added that as an expansion pack. So, you guys want to check out my petition? I still need like, I think I need like 82 signatures. I haven't really been blasting it like that because I've been busy with school. But I'm gonna post it on my Facebook page, and I'm gonna post it on my blog. So, check it out. Yeah, and for anyone who who is not friends with Noah on Facebook or not following her on Twitter, first of all, go at her and go follow her. Second of all, I just uh, I just blasted it out in the Black Freethinkers account, um, and I also have Noah's uh, Twitter handle in the, in the tweet, so you can go check it out there. And in there, there's a link, and you can go read the statement that she just, that she just read on there, and you can also go and sign the petition, and hopefully we can get this, we can get this ball rolling, because... One of the things that definitely needs to happen is we need more uh we need more diversity uh, more re- rep- uh, we need better representation in video games. And I don't mean just like hey, we're just going to throw one more black guy in here so we you know we hit our quota. You know, we we need, you know, a wider scope because you know as we'll discuss later, far too often uh many of the black characters regardless of what video game series that they're in and regardless of where they come from they always they all seem to follow a particular pattern and fit certain stereotypes that are you know present in modern day society so make sure you go make sure you go sign that um in, in case you guys are unfamiliar um Noah spoke on this a little bit injustice is a really really dope fighting game got released in April of last year um, it was released for all the major platforms, and by all the major platforms, I mean PlayStation 3 and Xbox <laughs> 360. Um, it's, it's centered around the, the DC Comics universe. Now, I know what y'all are probably saying. Who really cares about DC because Marvel is running shit these days? But you know what? DC has some good stuff, you know? I like Batman. The last movie kind of sucks, but I like Batman. You know, we all kind of grew up on those hero, on these heroes, and regard despite what we know about all the various heroes we know we know that are featured in the game, such as Batman and Superman, Flash, Wonder Woman. Uh, the vast majority of these characters are what? They're all white men. I mean, eventually, eventually, Injustice did add the John Stewart Green Lantern, which is great, cool happy about that but you know characters that we mentioned earlier such as nubia or batwing like these are characters that are lesser known and 
they're and they're they're lesser known and you know should be getting the exposure. I mean, why not? They have pretty damn interesting storylines, if you ask me. Like, who knew Wonder Woman had a black twin? I sure didn't. And I'll validate Noah's claim that she is she is kind of bad looking. Um, yeah. <laughs> bad yeah. I've taken a really good picture, too, for the post. So yeah, check it yeah. out. She, she is kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, you don't um, know her backstory? Uh, I'm not that. I'm not familiar with it now. You know. Well, it? I guess like her, her whole. I guess she, her and Wonder Woman were made together, and I guess she was made out of darker clay or whatever. I don't know. And then um, when they were babies, I think what I think it was that she was like taken. She was stolen by Ares or some 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 villain, and and raised to basically take down. The Amazons, but then I think she went back to the side of good in the end, or some something like that, some shit like that. I don't know. Wikipedia. The one black, <laughs> the one black character would have to be a, a bad guy too, wouldn't she? Ain't that some shit? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> she over here. She's black, so that she had to be the antagonist. Yeah. Some she ended up she ended up being good in the end, so it all worked out. It's and she was beautiful too. Yeah, she's bad. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna put her in the Justice League movie, but if they do, I hope they call up Angela Bassett. Cause, uh, you think she can yeah. still do it? Did you see her? Uh, she can still do it. <laughs> We'll see. I think so. That's just me. Um, <laughs> they probably have. They have. They, I want them to have Carrie Washington do it. I don't. Know. I can't. I, I can't really see her in a superhero a superhero role. What about Gabrielle Union? I think. Mm, I can't really see her either. She's she, like Gabrielle Union. Kind of. She. She. She's like. She's. She's. She's perfected the mean girl character. That's why all of her roles tend to kind of be the same. Yeah, but, I've noticed that. I mean, they can find they can find somebody. I mean, the holdup with the Wonder Woman movie is that they they couldn't find someone who's six feet and a good enough actress to put on camera, allegedly. I mean, they floated names around like you know Megan Fox and uh, and they even discussed bringing back. Um, What's the what's the woman who did the who did the show in like the seventies? Um, Can't think of what her name is. Yeah, she was um, but she was like half Mexican or something. Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah, they even talked about bringing her back. I know who I'm you're like, talking you know about. Saying? Yeah, I'm I'm saying they're like it's 2014, like for real. <laughs> like uh, I ain't trying to really no no offense to that the Hollywood I ain't trying to see you no know, forty so some fifty sixty. Your old woman, scantily clad, you know, fighting motherfuckers. Speaking of scantily clad, that's also something we're going to be discussing a little later on in the show when we get to the the gender uh, gender stereotypes. But yeah, but again, um, so we're, we're we're really trying to we're really going to try to push this petition because like it's, like we've stated, injustice is a dope game. And most people know most people know 
that you know know that the the main characters exist, but the that but they don't know that these other characters exist. Like we'll take Vixen for example. I looked Vixen up uh, earlier today because personally I had no clue who she was. I I hadn't even heard their name before. I that was new to me when I was going over the petition. But I, I looked up her story before and I thought it was interesting that you know she had she was supposed to have her own comic series. They canceled it before it even got started. And then she just kind of made appearances mm-hmm. here or there. But it's funny, like even like do in every Batman series that has, that has come out aside from the comics, she's never really, you know, she's never really shown up. I've never seen her in any animated series. Obviously, she's never been in any of the movies. And I think that's crazy. She's a pretty dope character. And, I mean, that that just kind of goes back to the representation um, that we mentioned earlier. Like, you know, it's, 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 it's really weird when you consider, like, when you look at, you know, Gotham, and you, and you look at even, not even just Batman, but in the storylines of the cities of most of these, most of these uh, superheroes, there are virtually no black people. Right. None, none whatsoever. I mean, I mean, this isn't DC, but if I, I mean, I think the fact Don Cheadle uh, was, you know, was Iron Man was was like, I thought that was cool as fuck, mainly because, you know, that's not really a sight that we get to see all too often, which is, you know, a black person in a, you know, a superhero protagonist role. I mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have you have the John Stewart Green Lantern and Blast from the Past. We had Static Shock, but nobody nobody was really checking for Static Shock, even though that show was dope as hell, and I liked it. Nobody was really checking for it, and I thought that was really cool. But it's it's interesting that you know all of these all of these cities and towns and all of the heroes and villains and affiliates are all basically they're whitewashed. You know, there's virtually no no diversity there's no there's no black folks there's no minorities for the most part and that's part of the reason like this things like this this um this petition are are necessary just because i mean we need this kind of diversity like we know that the game the game industry in general is basically catering to its young white male audience I mean, it's obvious in just in terms of the the characters that the characters that they portray. You know, what characters end up being protagonists. You know, who his who their friends are. How many of their friends end up being in 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 uh, in these games? And if they do have you know black friends, you know, are they playable characters? Are they just a, a background character? Is it just someone who's there? But we know we we know far too often that you know. That they that they generally they're, they're generally very whitewashed and there aren't a whole lot of minorities or anything anything like that in there, and that's why you know people like Onyx and Vixen and Nubia are necessary, and even Batwing, who I'll admit I don't really know too much about other than I know he's Batman in Africa, right? I think that's his story. 
Yeah, I think, okay, no, 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 I have I have the comment. I have two of the comments. I skimmed through the first one. I think what his story is is that he was, like, recruited by Batman or something. Hmm. I something that like up. that. He was, like, because I remember seeing, oh, I'm trying to remember these panels. I don't have my comic right now. I'm upstairs, so. I'm th- I'm pretty sure that it was, like, Batman. I think he was, like, in the Army or something, and they gave him, like, a, a typical um, African soldier background. And I guess he had done some bad things before or whatever, and then or he had resisted doing bad things or something like that. But he was a strong dude, and Batman recruited him to be African Batman or something, which was pretty stupid considering, like, I don't. But they said in the comics they were like, you know, there aren't too there aren't too many um, Africans afraid of bats. But okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I don't know how true wiki. that is. I'm on the DC. I'm on the DC Comics wiki right here. It yeah. says he's a police officer fighting against corruption in the department. That's. I guess. He yeah. rages a one man war against evil to protect the city of. T- of Teenasia. Not really sure what that is, what that's supposed to be. But he, oh, but he operates in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, that's actually, that's you're right. actually on point. Bruce Wayne allegedly starts Batman Incorporated, which is a global society, a global organization publicly funded by Batman. Or excuse me, Bruce. Wayne. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. My lights are flickering. Okay. Hopefully my power doesn't go out. So um three one oh nine eight two forty two seventy three. Make sure you guys can call in and listen. Definitely we have someone who's listening in now. Shout out to you. Or um, <laughs> what was the word I'm looking for? You can participate in the hashtag breakbeat BFT. Um, if you have uh, any comments or questions. Um, just to run down the itinerary for tonight with you guys, um, in the next segment we'll be discussing, we'll be discussing racial, uh, racial stereotypes uh, in video games, and after that we'll be discussing gender stereotypes. We're also going to dive into the intersection of both of these because one thing that, you know, you know that we, we bring up a lot on not only here at the Breakbeat, but just at Black Freethinkers Radio in general, is we talk about intersexuality. <laughs> intersectionality. Where is my head at? Uh, we talk about intersectionality here and the fact that none of the, no, no oppression exists, you know, isolated. You know, it's all connected. Like, there, there, there are definitely multiple layers and multiple reasons as to why things are the way they are. So later we're going to discuss uh, we're going to discuss that. We're also going to discuss possibly very loosely, but we're going to discuss the Assassin's Creed game, the DLC that was released uh, about two weeks ago. That was partially the inspiration for this show here, which is the uh, the game Freedom Cry, which is uh, a DLC for uh, Assassin's Creed for Black Flag that was released. So we're going to discuss that and how 
pretty friggin' awesome that is. Um, that we have a, a black, we have a, a video game that is centered around black history with a, a black protagonist. You know, that's pretty dope. We don't get too many of those around here, so that's pretty awesome. So we got to make sure that we definitely, definitely discuss that and we go out and support that and whatnot. So we're gonna run through all of that um, in a bit. So where, oh, where's my itinerary at? Definitely lost it just now. Um, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to jump into this first one. This is the break beat on BFT. Yeah. Hold it now. Huh. I'm going to just walk up to her and say hi. That's all you got to do is say hi. That's all you got to do is say hi. Well, I know I'm not the coolest, and this might sound kind of foolish, cause I know I'm not the smoothest, told myself I shouldn't do this, cause I'm not very well suited, not the popularest of students, weighing in the same crowd, always see you with the hoopers, but we got the same lunch, you might see me with the cooler, that's cause I don't eat pork, you can never be sure of, oh, you like Lincoln Park, that's the hat from the tour, I got an autograph shirt, they wrote much love to ya, man, that's really funny, now we like the same music, but I really love jazz, I was gonna play the tuba I tried to join the band They said I was really, really bad Didn't really make me sad I'm used to being a loser But you, I think you're super So much I had to pursue you I don't believe the things they say Or the football team's rumors The quarterback can't spell I'm his after school tutor I just took a cue from Cupid But now I think it's stupid I'm, I'm sorry and then I walked away Thinking that she had never talked to me Like, what were you thinking? Bringing up the band Would have got a better result If you'd have just beat her up and ran You shouldn't have wore your glasses Took your shirt up out your pants But now it's all over You won't get another chance I was so close to it. Then I felt a hand on my shoulder She said, I know you're not the coolest But I swear you are the cutest And I know you played the tuba I seen you at the recital It takes a lot to get up and embarrass yourself But you shouldn't put down You should marriage yourself That just means you're not a punk I like the loneliest monk He's a wallpaper on my computer I love Final Fantasy I hate first-person shooters Meteora was nice But I bought hybrid theory twice Half the chill-eating squad is in the stupa The the only reason I do it is because my mother took a date when she was a junior And she want me to do the same, so I'm like, huh I want to be an oncologist and diagnose tumors I got a pet parrot, his name is Mr. Tuna My favorite food is fish, remember that for the future My IM name is Miss Luna, you can't hit me at the six How you feel right now? Just like everything in life, things grow, people grow, and people grow apart. It's like some things were just never meant to be, you see, but then again, maybe some things are. You know, today gon' be the coolest, and you know how far your school is, know how dangerous the flu is, so button up your coat, and finish off your breakfast, you know how important fuel is, food is to humans, that's buoyancy to boat, I knew this, 
Every day we gotta go through this And I ask why you quote Cause I'm your father Lucas Pop last night I was looking over the futures Commodities is smelling Rental properties is selling The biotech market share is at its hugest I think we should ride this wave We can't reinvent the rubric Whoa, we should have played them all music Look at there, why's your book bag full of tulips? Um, well, my, you see that there? girl, you know, and I was thinking that I might walk to her, you know, try and talk to her, discuss different things that were taught to her, and see what makes it tick. games up until now where I, pl- I play mostly RPGs these days 
But you know, every now and then I break the mold and I and I get into I start I play some other games like you know Uncharted or Infamous or Injustice as we just uh, spoke about. And you know, up until you know, not up until like maybe last year, just it never seemed to occur to me that there is an underrepresentation of characters of color in you know mainstream video games. Um, one of the most common examples, or one of the examples that I first thought of was, you know, one of my favorite games is Final Fantasy VII. I'm a big RPG guy, so, you know, for anyone who likes RPGs, that is like, the, that is one of the holy grails of RPG games. And only one of the characters actually featured in this, you know, this popular video game happened to be black, and that happened to be Barrett Wallace. Uh, Barrett Wallace, who was Cloud's best friend. Now, Barrett, is, as was mentioned, he, he's a secondary character. He wasn't, you know, he, he was central to the story, but he was only playable as far as, well, do you want him in your party, or, do you, you know, is he just going to be someone who's there? I always thought, I, I definitely, you know, thought that was that was kind of interesting. And when I think about some of the other RPG games, you know, that I've played, you know, they all seem to take place in this medieval fantasy time. There are very rarely, if ever, any, you know, black characters featured. Uh, Noah, what do you think about that? Uh, I was going to ask you who your favorite who your who some of your fa- who your favorite black character was? I don't know. I don't see a whole lot. Of, like I said, I don't see a whole lot of black female characters, and I just I don't see a lot of black or a lot of minority characters in general. I have a couple of favorites that I enjoy. Like, um, let me see, Rochelle. I don't know if you play Left for Dead. Do you play Left for Dead? Never played Left for Dead. Heard the Shame name on of. you. Shame <laughs> on you. But um, Left for Dead was my Left for Dead was my shit. Okay, I, we, me and Everett. The thing I loved about Left for Dead mostly was that what we loved about Left for Dead is that we could play the game sitting next to each other rather than all the new one-player games that you play when you want to play multiplayer. You have to play online with other people that you don't know or give a yeah. fuck about. So, like we did that. We beat Left 4 Dead one, and then like Left 4 Dead two though was is the one I'm talking about with Rochelle. She has um, she has locks. She's cool as a bitch. She's just like, <laughs> I guess she was like a, a a news producer or something, or and she was doing a report on the zombie outbreak or something, and like she 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 she's a powerful she's a powerful woman. So I play I played her every time I played the game. And then I think there was a who else was in there? Was this Left 4 Dead 2 or was Left 4 Dead 1? There was Coach, but I really didn't like Coach because he was ignorant. He was a he was a typical ignorant jock, but she was different. She she I, she was very smart. She was very determined. That was just her character, and I and I really enjoyed that. And then I think the only other black character that I in a game that I actually played because I know there was like what is her name? There's a black dude in Soul Calibur 3. He has like a yellow uh, eye. What is his name? It starts with a Z. Something. 
I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't really I didn't play Soul Calibur three, so I don't know. Um wasn't that good? What else? Um Elena fair, um ever told me Elena in Street Fighter three, she was from Kenya or whatever. I never played Street Fighter though. But my favorite black character of all time besides Rochelle, Sergeant James Heller. From, you know what I'm talking about? Not at all. From I'm Prototype really horrible two. with names. Oh, I'm really horrible from Prototype with names. 2? Oh, you I played play Prototype. Have you played Prototype? Didn't know, definitely. Wait, I missed wait, that wait, one. What, what, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? What's your life? <laughs> I don't understand. Why? Anyway. <laughs> Prototype 2. I didn't. I I, and I, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm just playing with you. Though. I'm talking shit though, because I didn't even play Prototype Two. I watched See? every play it. <laughs> but when, okay, but the I thing can. is, is that I live vicariously through Everett when he plays these games. I watch this shit like it's a movie, and I'm in there. So, whatever. Anyway, Prototype. You know what Prototype's about, though, right? Not necessarily. No, I'm not. I'm really not familiar. Okay. Okay, well, Prototype 2, it was like he, he, um, he's basically fighting Alex Mercer, and he's like, um, th- who's the villain, I guess, and it's this guy who infected him with a virus, and I guess his wife and his, his child died or whatever, and he's just going through the game, just whooping ass and, like, trying to find answers and trying to get justice, basically, and... It was just cool. It was cool as shit because it was like it could have been anybody. It could have been a white dude. Could have been an Asian dude. Could it could have been? It could have been anybody. And it was just like there was no stereotypical bullshit rap music and all other shit. Not that that shit's bad, but it's just like there wasn't there wasn't anything stereotypical about him. He was just a normal average black dude trying to find answers, trying to change his life. You know. I loved him. I love that game. Cool. Well, I definitely can add that to my list of things to check out so I don't get chewed out when we do mm-hmm. another video game episode in the future. Sheesh. I don't uh, I don't really like how they portray a lot of like other black characters in other games. Like I know like um like how they do Zack in Dead or Alive. They made him like super fay, like and it's not like there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, why does every, why do you have to, like, every black dude, you have to, like, downplay their, you have to downplay their masculinity and make them really feminine, or you make them hyper-masculine, or, and, like, gold chains and gangster type of characters. Like, I don't, I don't get that. Right. I mean, that could, and, and the hyper-masculine, hyper-masculine is exactly the way you would describe Barrett from Final Fantasy. Which and it's and it's not even like he was the only one of his type, but he, you it wasn't it was pretty it was pretty easy to see that he was a bit more hyper masculine than any of the other you know male characters. And I mean the majority of the of the the people that were in your party were male characters, but none were as hyper masculine and, and over the top and and brash and and whatnot as as Barrett were and he and Barrett was and he is the lone black character in this game. There were no, there was nobody else. Not even yeah. not even in terms of like just townspeople that you just see around. I mean and that's and and you know, it's 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 really dangerous. I mean folks don't I mean we, we, we talk a lot about you know about the influence of like, you know, 
uh, like music and, and movies and television, but, you know, far too often video games don't really, like, video games don't really get spoken about when we speak about how it may influence someone's perception of dealing with people of another race or or how they view, I mean, or how they view, um, <clears throat> excuse me, um, people of uh, the opposite gender, for example. Right. Man, you're making me want to play Final Fantasy. I, every time I see it in the store, I'm like, mm, I should play that. It looks fun. But oh no, I no, I mean, the Final Fantasy games are are they are they're all they're all pretty pretty fun, but the vast majority of them are all missing, you know, missing characters of color. You know what I mean? Like they they're very yeah. few. I mean, even if we even if we we just go away from someone just you know just being black, like there are very there are very few times when when we look at um, when we can find like maybe Hispanic or, or Asian characters of color, uh, Asian characters in in these type of video games. Not even, I mean especially RPGs. RPGs they get they get hyped uh, hyped up a lot. Even though a lot of folks would probably wonder, you know, how could you figure out, you know, race in, in, in those types of settings. But, though, you know, it, it, it's, it's not hard to tell, it's not hard to see, excuse me, that, uh, you know, that that, that ca- characters are underrepresented. Like, uh, like I mentioned in one of the figures that I noted, you know, when they looked at some of the top 20 games from a few years ago, 68% and 68% of the main characters and 72% of the secondary characters were white. And 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 you know, we can downplay it and act like that's that's not important, but that that kind of goes into this whole white savior complex that, you know, is really prevalent in in many other aspects. You know, when you look at protagonists, they're all they're all white, you know, characters of color and women especially are you know portrayed as weaker lesser you know they're they're not strong enough as this big strong white protagonist who is here to save the day because clearly you folks you know all you all the others are incapable of doing it themselves you know there's this there's this thing about um there's this idea that just like that, I lost my train of thought. Ain't that about it? Keep talking, Briggs. I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just pulled up. I just, uh, I had I just pulled up to that say. one. <laughs> I just pulled. Uh, no, I just pulled up this. Um, this um, the cracked article that that we that that you sent me a couple uh, when we first yeah. went over it. Um, yeah. And you know, obviously, the one of the first things that it talks about is you know racism as a gameplay mechanic. I mean, I, I understand. I, I can totally understand why some people are you know are not why some people are so hesitant to really talk about race as it pertains to to video games because it's kind of a touch. It's a really it's a touchy subject. And you know, we the two of us know that the majority, the vast majority of people you know, don't really have, like, I guess, uh, uh, an understanding of what racism is and what constitutes something that is racist, you know. And on top of that, you know, um, 
that's I, I feel like and I feel like and it's because of that that um game producers especially, you know, they they try to avoid they try to avoid racial stereotyping in these games by, you know, trying to make characters that are vague or have really ambiguous ethnic characteristics, you know. But yeah. The fact of the matter is, you know, we're underrepresented. And, you know, it definitely it definitely, you know, it matters, you know. It, no one like it, it's it's really it's hard to explain what it feels like to to really relate, you know, to be able to really relate to these characters because that's what makes these games entertaining. You know what I mean? I mean, part of the reason I love RPG games is because the stories are really good, and I can usually find something. I can usually find something about a protagonist character that I can identify with. If I go back to Final, I'll use Final Fantasy VII one last time because I'm making it sound like that's the only shit that I know, and it's not. But Cloud, for example, <laughs> Cloud, for example, is a guy that <clears throat> that is very critical of himself and can't seem to really forgive himself for you know a lot of the past actions. And part of what drew me to his character was that because that's something I've dealt with before. You know, I made a lot yeah. of mistakes, and, and and when I do mess up, sometimes I may harp on it a little bit more than you know maybe I should. But that's what made the character really attractive to me as far as, you know, why I enjoyed playing as him and why I enjoyed the story and why I enjoyed the game in general so much. But it's, it's something else to be able to, to have that and to, to have that character be someone that looks like you. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, obviously human emotion and lots of and, and various parts of human experience are is shared across racial uh, racial lines. You know, there are white kids that have mm-hmm. gone through some of the stuff that I've gone through. There are Hispanic kids who have gone through some of the stuff. You know, there are various people from various backgrounds who 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 can relate. You know what I mean? And that's right. one unifying quality that we all have. However, you know, we may have that in common, but it's something totally else, something totally different when you, when you can see that it's someone who's exactly like yourself and you and, and, right. and how inspiring it can be when you see someone like yourself who can overcome, you know, that's why that's, that's part of the reason perception and, and accurate representation, not only in video games, but just in, in terms of media in general is, is also necessary. You know what I mean? That's why, you know, black people, regardless of how they felt about Barack Obama in 2008, when he won, you know, they could rejoice. Because just the visibility, you know, just the visual factor of you have an Af- a person who is who visibly looks African American holding the most holding the highest office in the United States, like that's huge, you know. Regardless of how you feel about him or his policy or how good or bad of a president that he's been, like that's that's huge, you know. We can't deny the importance of that. Right. And the oh, thing look, is. Look, look. Yeah. I'm sorry. I wanted to tell you my thought before I forgot. Were you lost it? All right, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yes. Okay. This is what I this is what I was gonna say. There why is there this why is there this idea and this isn't just in video games, this is in movies or whatever. There's like this really prevalent idea that if you make a black character or you put a black character on a cover of a book, even if the character like, you know, like have you ever read a book and the character was black on the inside but there was a white person on the cover? Yeah. Because there's this yeah, idea 
that you can't that other that other people or white people can't relate to a person of color. Like they can never relate to how their life is. We're so other. Like Asians, black people, Latinos, we're our culture and who we are, we're so other and we're so far from what they are that they just can't possibly relate to what we're going through. But we can watch, you know, movies, move countless movies with, you know, white characters as the main characters and we can relate to them, but they can't they just can't relate to us. Right. And you know you know what that is. I mean part of it is part of it is because of, you know, a, a fear of blackness, you know. They don't they don't understand you know, they, they, many many folks they you know they buy into the, the the stereotypes that exist of black people, and they they really seem to push this narrative that you know that black you know we are a monolith, and that's that's yeah. also one of the more problematic elements of having so many black characters you know all across the board, um, you know have so have so many um, not relatable. Um, similar uh, characteristics, you know, it, it plays into this notion that black people are a monolith, and because of right. that, you know, they, they they'll figure that oh, well, this person is black. Obviously, I mean, yeah, obviously, to some degree, yeah, we're all we all have different experiences, so yeah. But that doesn't that doesn't mean like just like I was able to relate to Cloud Strife despite the fact that he's you know a fictional white character in a fantasy game, you know. There's no reason that someone, you know, someone who's white couldn't, you know, had we replaced Cloud with, you know, a, a black guy, that someone couldn't have related to his character just the same. You know what I mean? But people have right. a fear of blackness, and they have they don't have an understand they don't have an understanding that blackness is just as diverse as anyone else. Black people are just as diverse as anybody as anything else and that's partially why you know we need we need to you know critique and try to fight these stereotypes of, of black blackness and black characters in all forms of media so that we can get away from this notion that all of these you know all of these folks are alike right like i'm trying to i'm trying to pull up mm-hmm. the game i was just reading about um what was it? It's um, there was a game I was reading about Infamous Two. Something in Inf- one of the characters from Infamous Two. Uh, boy, Let's see if I can pull this up. This, uh, Jesus, no, that's not it. I'm gonna find this. Um, hmm. Wow. In the meantime, three one zero nine eight two forty two seventy three. Sure to call on in. Knowing myself will be here all night, or at least till ten. Um, <laughs> so uh, be sure to call in, share your thoughts, or you know, feel free to use the hashtag. Use the hashtag and uh, tell us what you think. Where is it? Oh my goodness! I was ju- I, I was literally just reading about this this morning. I did not notice this, and now uh, my feelings are just kind of hurt, and I don't know. Yeah. About um, you know, have you have you ever played Skyrim? Yeah. No, I I haven't played it. I've seen people I've seen people play it. I'm mad at you, Rex. But okay, Skyrim. Look, I, I like my <laughs> life. I've seen 
I've seen that Skyrim can control people's lives in the same way that World of Warcraft did and still does. Yeah. So to avoid yeah. that, the Sims. <laughs> to avoid the that, Sims. I decide not to <laughs> in, not to indulge myself. I like sleep. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna sidebar just for like a hot second. It really pisses me off that. The, the the variety or lack of variety in hairstyles that your avatars have on the Xbox One. Like, I just thought with an upgrade, you know, you went to Xbox One, you see all these natural hair styles and all this other stuff happening. Just, can we not have just, all, all we have is like two two different afros, small afro, almost bald afro, and then there's a bit, and then there's medium afro, and then there's like weird, there's like weird braids with really big spaces in between them. And then there's some locks. And it's just shoulder length locks, too. And it's like, y'all have all these variety of hairstyles with little frosted tips and all this other shit, but <laughs> you can't put any varieties in your avatars. And that pisses me off. And I used to get mad about that in Sims until I had, I, I think I had hacked my Sims or, like, got some got some kind of weird tour, tour or add-on or something where I could have more hairstyles. But that shit used to piss me off, and it pisses me off now with Xbox One. I just... I don't understand it, but yeah. Sorry. So what was, was your initial note. point? Because that was your sidebar, right? My main point, my main okay. point is in Skyrim, in Skyrim, like I'm reading this crack article. In Skyrim, red guards have an adrenaline rush perk that augments their athletic abilities. Red guards, for all of you who don't know, are the dark-skinned characters in Skyrim. You can be like Brooks. Brooks skin complexion or you can be my skin complexion. I don't know if y'all know what I look like. I'm brown. Not dark brown, not light brown. I'm just just regular old run-of-the-mill brown. (laughs) So, right in the middle. So, like, I, you could, that's what the red guards are. They're like people of color and they're kind of like gypsies but they're kind of like moors. They kind of look like like moors or like northern Africans, West African, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, they have, like, an adrenaline rush perk that augments their athletic abilities. And then I think they say in Oblivion, <clears throat> in Oblivion, which I don't know if that's a, another um, another Skyrim yeah, or it, if it's it just is. another game. Because El- we have Elder Scrolls. We have Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it's, but, um, it's part of the series, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've only played that one Skyrim. But um, I guess they, they say that the Red Guards take a massive penalty to intelligence. In that game, That's right? And that kind of pisses me off. What the fuck? It's funny to me because it, you know they're saying you know all these say all these statistics are saying that you know African Americans and Latinos play the most video games of any other race, probably because you know escapism and shit. Our lives are, you know, but I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand that these the, you just you stay, it's like they just take these stereotypes they just ball them up and they just throw them in there and it's like oh this guy's black I bet you he's athletic let's do that they say that if you play as a red guard all the other characters mention how your how your articulate you are how well spoken you are see I hate that okay. shit I hate, I hate you hearing that shit in person. Let alone, uh, let alone when they hear that shit in a video game. I've and, actually and, been hearing that in person a lot lately because I volunteer 
at this um this center and this lady came in she actually patted me on my head a couple of days ago. Oh, see. Yeah. Yeah. Did you punch her in the face? She okay, she's a biology teacher, right? And and I like talking to her because she's very well traveled and when I volunteer the time that, that I volunteer there's like a lot of older people there and I'm the only black person there. And I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt first. I really did. Like I try to be like, okay, maybe she's just she does it to everybody. Maybe it's my age too, you know, because I'm I'm the youngest person there. Everybody else is in their sixties, seventies, you know. But she came over to me out of nowhere, like, mind you, I'm the only black person there ever, all the time. I've been going there for like two months, still the only black person. And she comes up to me and she's like, oh, I almost didn't recognize you because you had your hair wrapped wrapped up because I had a hair. I had my hair wrapped up that day, and she like pats me on top of my head like I'm a like I'm a fucking zoo animal or something. I I, feel, I don't know. I, maybe I'm taking it to heart. I don't know. I I felt kind of violated. <laughs> Man, you you are nicer than me because I'm sorry. She really got the Randy Moss treatment. She was about to fade with a quickness. I'm sorry. I'm not she's about to put my hands on women like, in any way, shape, or form. But my I, that might that shit might have been reactionary. Like that's not cool. Yeah. She's always telling me. <laughs> she's all every time she sees me reading a book, she's like, because I you know I read const. I don't know if you know, but I read constantly. Like I always have a book with me, no matter where I go. It's like a reflex. Like I have to I have to keep a book with me, and I'm always reading. And sometimes when I'm volunteering, cause all I'm doing is like picking apart like seeds because it's like an environmental place or whatever. I have my book next to me and I'll be flipping through it sometimes while I'm doing what I'm doing. And she's always like, you're so smart. You're so, you're so intelligent. Wow. I just, I can't believe you know all this. And I'm like, bitch, I'm going to be 24. I'm going to be 24. I have a child. I, I've been reading for a very long time. I, I don't understand why you're so surprised at how fucking smart I am. I've been smart my whole life. It's called reading. Learn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. That's just I don't know. It's just it, it reminds me of that. Can I touch? Can I touch it? Thing. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Uh, that oh, little, that video. That. Yeah, no, the no, can I, I touch it, it thing. I, see, I saw the video too. Yeah, it reminded me of that, and I, I thought about that, and I was like, oh, don't touch nope. me. <laughs> nope, 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 don't nope, 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 nope. Mm, that nope, 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 nope. Um, I, maybe I'm maybe no. it's just because I'm rude, but nah, that nope, that's not cool. I don't think and it's because you're and rude. Like, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. And just to, and just to bring it full circle, this is exactly why. <laughs> just to bring it full circle, this is exactly why we're having this show, and this is exactly why we need to we need to talk about the way people of color represented in mass media, not only just TV and movies, but even as far as video games, despite how as ridiculous as it may seem, because obviously the counter argument is it's a fantasy world. It's obviously not real, but come on. We we all know perception is reality. And if if, if this is your perception of black people and, it, and, it, and, it, and, you, and this is how you see them, then that's going to become your reality. This is how you're going to treat black people. This is how you're going to react when you see black people in real life because you're per- because of your perception of them, which has been influenced by not only ma- by mass media, which includes 
even the video games you play. Mm-hmm. That's why we're I don't want to make a game, Brooks. I want to make a game called Black People Every Day. And I want I want to make it specifically just for for white people. You can market it. We can put it in business places and whatever. And and I just want a variety. I'll say maybe like ten different types of black people. And I just want you to see them like The Sims. Just every day in their life, what do they do? Do they wash their hair? Do we wash our dress? <laughs> do we use beeswax or do we use shea butter? These are things that I feel people need to know. And if we created a game like that, that they could play, and they'd be like, oh, this is what it feels like to be a black person. We'll have them, oh, we'll have scenes where they go, whenever they go in the gas station, the the, the Arab guy behind the counter comes out and follows them around. (laughs) We'll have all kinds of shit like that. It'll be amazing. I think so. You know what the bad part about that would be? I, I can I can definitely see that going the other way. Like they'll be going in the store and be like, Hey guys, like, hey, who am I? You're following me. You're see I'm being black, huh? Huh? Yeah. I'm just like the game. Black. <laughs> I can definitely see that going totally going the opposite way. And motherfuckers will make a mockery of that shit with a quickness. I don't know. No, it's, the, it's, the, it's the equivalent of when they're, and, and you know, and you know what else is going to happen because of it. What else is going to happen is you're going to start getting motherfuckers trying to cosplay as the characters from this game. Too, mm-hmm. like, oh, but they, I'm just playing a character. It's not blackface. I didn't mean to be offensive. I just wanted to be, you know, I just wanted to be Sharkeisha from from the game. <laughs> so. Yeah, that uh-huh. definitely. Yeah, that that no, that <laughs> as good as as good as an, of an idea that as that may be. Mm, I don't see I don't see that I don't see that particularly uh, ending too well, especially um, when I like if you go if you read the the first what was number one on that cracked article. And it talks about mm-hmm. how the fundamentals of game design make racism mm-hmm. easier, and then it has the little the the the, the shot of uh, from Resident Evil Five where hey guess what you get to play a lovely white protagonist who gets to shoot black people, I mean I mean zombies mm-hmm. who are black because it's in Africa, so they're all black. Right. You get to shoot, and, and people don't and, and you know obviously gamers worldwide will be like you know it's just a game. It's just a game. It's just entertainment. Uh, I mean, I don't know about I don't know about y'all out there, but white people with weapons make me scary. Uh, make make me fearful. You know, if I see white people with weapons, like I'm I'm out. You know, I'm cool. <laughs> I'm not trying. To, that's not anywhere I'm really trying to be around. The last thing I'm trying to be is to is to play a game where I get to go shoot. I get to go shoot uh, people of color like it's the fucking 1890s. Mm-mm. So, this is, huh? I feel like we should encourage more, more kids to more more kids of color in general to go into these fields, and instead of just being the consumer, really just go out there and make the games, you know? Because I feel like that's one of the, I feel like that's the, I wouldn't say the only way, but the the best way 
for us to rid ourselves of much of the stereotypes. It's never going to fully go away. But if you have more more of us making these games and not and not bowing to, you know, these companies where it's like you're going to make this game, you're going to make this game. If we have more entrepreneurs who are saying I'm going to start my own company and I'm going to make this game and this is what I want to do, I think that we'll be able to slowly create games that we lo- we we can see ourselves in. Right. But see, I also see I also see it as I when you the, the, when when you said that the first thing I thought of people saying the same thing about African Americans' uh, depiction in film, and they say you know hey we need to go out and we need to do it. I mean and I, don't get me wrong I agree I I am definitely in favor of more African American or more people of color in in developer positions so that they can they can create these games that we wish to see that we they can create these characters and these storylines that we need to that we want to see i mean before i continue to make my point it's kind of crazy that you know it's 2014 and we're just now getting a game like assassin's creed freedom cry you know what i mean right like we're just now getting a game like this with a black protagonist that talks about black history or that's centered around black history like, that's crazy Video games have been around for 30, 30 plus years, 40 years, loosely, you know, with technology right. since the 80s. You know, they've been around how long, and we're just we're just now getting a game like this? That's crazy. I really want to play that game. I, I, you and me both. But the, the, I mean, like, that's, no lie. That's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really crazy to think about. Like, that, this, we're just now. But the point I was trying to make is that, on top of you know encouraging people who do it, we also need to you know we need to we need to find the the ones that are already there you know we need to find that are already there mm-hmm. and support them and on top and on top of that and maybe we maybe maybe it'll take having to create you know our own market you know in the same way that in the same way that um black sci fi and you know in black there are black indie films that you know that are that are pretty phenomenal and nothing like Tyler Perry or like these black rom coms that are basically that are basically all Jesus out, you know? Right. That that we ha- that we ha- we have the alternative and we support the alternative. Uh-huh. So uh it's gonna take more than that. But I mean I mean the the other side of it is that, you know, you know, it's not it's not like you know black people alone can do this. Like, because you know when it comes to unpacking racism, then we have to get at the root. The root lies within the people who are the oppressors. You know, we have right. to we have to we have to get at them as well. Because regardless of which strides regardless of which strides we make, if we if we make our own, you know, if we make our own, just like just like they did with Black Wall Street. And just like they did with anything else that black people have ever tried to ha- have ever tried to create and keep to ourselves, they've either co-opted it or they've destroyed it. And if we don't, if, if, even in the the, in the even in the, the 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 developer field, if if we don't, you know, if we if we can't change the way, if we can't change, you know, minds and get more open people who would be open to these types of games being put out there and, and whatnot, then it's a moot point. 
because they could, they could, they could, they, you know, they they've got the big franchises, they got the money, and they got the marketing. You know, we'll have the game, but they've got all the resources to make sure that their game is that their games with their perceptions or with their depictions of people of color are the games that get put out there. So that being said, um, we're we're definitely going to continue this conversation, but we definitely need to jump into the the other the other side of this, which is the gender stereotypes uh, section. But before we get into that, um, I definitely want to uh, tell you guys, well, don't forget to call in, participate in the hashtag. We got some dope comments and some dope retweets so far. I'm really thankful for everyone that's tuning in live right now and everyone who's participating via Twitter as well. So uh, that being said, we are going to... Uh, I'm going to jump in, I'm going to play some music real quick, and then after that we're going to come back and discuss gender stereotypes. Um, uh, we, I spoke about Final Fantasy a whole, whole bunch, so it's only right that I play a song from a Final Fantasy mixtape called White Materia <laughs> by the dope nerdcore <laughs> rapper known as uh, if you don't know who Mega Rand is, then please do yourself a favor and go download and buy all of this man's stuff because it's all phenomenal. <laughs> and he has a whole he has a whole project dedicated to Final Fantasy VII. I mean, he has other albums about other stuff too, but he has a whole album dedicated to Final Fantasy VII. And because I mentioned it, and because you know I don't want to keep beating this horse, this will be the last time I mention this damn game tonight, maybe. So we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this song, and even though I don't like Eris, this song is called Aerith and Starlight. We will be back in three and a half minutes on the breakbeat. I remember is blind our escapes. I was running with a gang, wreaking havoc state to state, called Avalanche. We were some revolutionaries, using every trick in the book to bring the truth, and nearly got killed on my last mission up in Midgar. Set off an explosion, ran but didn't get far. So I'm guessing the reactor blew. The blast knocked me unconscious and detached the crew. I awakened on the flower bed up in the slums. On the floor of a church, all covered in grunge. Thankful to be alive and need a shower and not a medic. I get up sore and lightheaded. It was there that I met her and her name was Eris. Body wasn't the greatest, skin wasn't the fairest. Not someone I'd normally be interested in getting with. But something about her aura just told me she was different. Pleasantries were canceled, but she asked who would pay for the flowers that I trampled. I laughed. 
And said that I would replace them Just to the job that I'm waiting to get paid from See, I'm a soldier Fighting for freedom Providing my services to anyone who need them So she came with a plan Suggested I protect her There's some bad folks out there trying to get her And before I could ask why Trooper just passed by Kicked in the church door Wood and glass fly Should have helped her? My conscience said you got a dog So I went from a soldier to a bodyguard Travels in the ensuing chapters Everywhere we went, somebody was trying to capture her So I just asked her, what was the deal? Yo, what's the appeal? As usual, she's nothing but real She was the last descendant of an ancient race Who may or may not hold the connection to a sacred place called the promised land So this caused a lot of problems, man Everybody wanted it, so they all devised a plan And if that wasn't enough, it comes separate The meanest, baddest, biggest boss of them all to the church and prays for the solution But separate off the peers Showing no fear And with one sword stroke Eris was killed I wish I was like her And said what I feel I don't know what it was But there was something about her over Cause I haven't felt it since her And never felt it before her Mac Mittens and Hove, or just Brooks and Noah. Doesn't work <laughs> quite as well. <laughs> wow, this is the okay. break feed on Black Free Thinkers Radio, and tonight we're discussing race and gender stereotypes in video games. Now we just covered the racial side of it, about to cover the gender side of it, and then we're going to end with you know talking about the intersections um, of both. Um, just to start, we're going to start this discussion off. I'm going to drop some. I'm going to drop some numbers, um, and I'm going to get, I want to get Noah's response to some of these, some of the, some of the figures that I'm going to I'm going to read off um, here right now. So, uh, a study done by Dietz in 1998, uh, not surprisingly, found that 41% of the video games at the time were devoid of, 50, of female characters. Only 15%, or five out of the 33 games portray women as heroes or action characters, while 21%, 7 out of the 33, portray women as victims or so-called damsels in distress. At the same time, in 28% of these games, women were portrayed as sex objects based upon physical appearance or sexually oriented actions. Now, you know, 98 was a long time ago, so let's, let's, go, a little, let's go a little further down. Study by Beasley and Stanley in 2002 on the, on the appearance of female characters 
they had three categories that they that they looked at: sleeve length, neckline, and lower body clothing. They also noted um, cleavage and breast size. And only 82 of the 597 games uh, characters that they looked at were women. So only 13, 13.5% of those characters were women. And what they also found is that female characters, they exposed more skin, and 41% of them, of them were, 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 uh, had big boobs. And this was probably the most interesting thing from that study, is that no matter what, no matter what um, what game rating they looked at, the 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 results ended up being the same. So it's not like they they solely were just looking at games that were like teen or strictly for adults. Even when they did the E for Everybody games or the teen or the the teen the, the games for teens, they found they they had the same results. And the final study that we looked at that uh, looked at was done in 2005 by Downs and Smith. They did a content analysis on 60 video games, and they found that female characters were more likely to be represented in a hypersexual way, you know, being partially nude, featured with an unrealistic body image, and shown wearing, shown wearing sexually revealing clothing and or inappropriate attire. Uh, actually, oh wait, there was one more that was done in 2004. They studied just 81 teen-rated games. So these weren't even E for Everybody or adult games. These are teen-rated games. And they found that women significantly were depicted as partially nude and they, that, male, that there were more male characters, or, or rather there were male playable characters in 72 of the 81 games to only 42 of the 81 games for women. Now, those are a lot of figures. And they 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 say a whole a whole whole lot. But before we before I say anything about this, I want to I want to I want to see what Noah thinks about that. Being as that she is you know the woman on this show. So Noah, what you what you think about that when you saw those figures? I think it's ridiculous, but I'm not really surprised at it. I mean, I play I play some of these games, so I'm not really surprised. I mean. Mostly, well, mostly I play fighting games, so I do see a lot of females in the fighting games. Maybe not as many males. I mean, maybe not as many as there are males, but mm-hmm. I do see, I, I do see them. They all have like big breasts, teeny tiny waist, mm, okay asses, you know. So they all have the 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 stereotypical quote-unquote, desirable body type. So I'm not really surprised at what they found. Truth be told, I'm not that, surpri- I'm not, I'm not that surprised either. The only, the, only, the only figure that really jumped out at me was the one that I, that I mentioned prior, was that you know, they, didn't, they didn't really find any difference. As far they didn't find any difference between you know the the E for Everybody games, which for people of all all ages, and the uh, the care and you know ones that were reserved for teens and ones for adults. But I'm not surprised. I'm not particularly surprised either because the the video game industry, like most industry, like every, essentially every other industry in in this country, is completely male dominated. And so, mm-hmm. in order to keep their demographic, which 
you know, are going to be te- uh, probably men aging from ranging from 13 to 35, which are two different demographics. But they're going to appeal to that. You know, they're, they're, that's that's honestly what they're going to. That's what they're going to use. You know, it's like you know, sex sells. So obviously, they're going to they're going to put women in 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 um in positions where they are uh, subservient to the men or that were or where they're portrayed as you know not not and they're portrayed in a way where they they can't be taken seriously you know most of these characters are you know not they're not they're not uh protagonists or they're not they're not the main character they're not playable characters they're secondary characters and even in that role, far too often you get the the women that are there are, um, you know, they 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 generally play the damsel in distress role. Like I mentioned before, that I play lots of RPG games. Now, one of my favorites is Tales of Symphonia. Very phenomenal game, and they just they just released the deluxe edition with parts one and two. Uh, so I encourage all of you to go play it and check it out. It's really 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 freaking great. But when I think about that game and I think about the 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 main the main female protagonist in that game. This is a girl named this is a woman named Colette. And Colette you know, she's she's blonde, she's white, she's really ditzy, doesn't really know a whole lot, and she's very dependent on Lloyd, the male protagonist. She's very dependent on him for things to get done. I mean, despite the fact that, you know, she's she's supposed to be the chosen in this character in this game. So she's supposed to be the she's supposed to be the um she's supposed to lead on the path to regeneration to where she has to go off make an offering to the goddess Martel. But this, I thought it was really interesting that, you know, Colette, as I found out later in the game, is not the only chosen. And I look at the per I, I look at the 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 character attributes that they gave to her, as I said, she's ditzy, you know, she's very she's very dependent on Lloyd for virtually everything. And I contrast I if I contrast that with another character named Zelos, who you meet I think in the second disc, who also happens to be a chosen, but from the other world in the game, and it, you put their two personality types next to each other, they're they couldn't be more opposites. You know, Colette is soft-spoken, very quiet, very dependent. Versus Zelos, who's very smart, he's very, very outgoing, very charming. He has a lot of personality to him. Colette has a lot of personality, but intelligence is not really one of them. Right. But that's a common theme. You know, that's a common theme that we find all across, you know, across video games in general. You know, very few times do we do we find. Uh, female characters who are depicted in the same way as their male counterparts, and that's that. And it goes, and, and what it does is it it it, um, it reinforces these, you know, it reinforces these uh, stereotypes about women and what women are capable of, and what and and what type of roles that women you know, should have when you compare them to men. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, in the vast majority of these games, you know, they don't, a lot, a lot, 
you know, it's not like Colette's uh, characteristics are, you know, just specific to her. You can generally find a character like that in most video games. You know, if I go, if I, you know, look at any of the Final Fantasy games or any of the other Tales games, or if I go to Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger, or or Eternal Sonata, like if I break out of RPGs and I go to, you know, like the Batman Arkham series or Uncharted or, or Infamous or, or anything like that, you you can always find that character. And and and, and let's say, let's and let's go let's go a step further. You said you like Soul Calibur, right? Just think about how the women in Soul Calibur are depicted. Right. Think about their char- their their character costumes compared to some of the others. Like the first game, I, the first Soul Calibur I played was a Soul Calibur Two on GameCube, and one of the first things I remember from that game being 15, 15 16 years old when I got it is cocky. Taki and Taki's one of the you know anyone who plays Soul Calibur they know who Taki is and Taki fits you know the the uh, how she fits the profile of how most women look in video games. She's white, she's tall, very skinny, but on top of being skinny, she has huge boobs and an ass. And on top of that, her outfit is very revealing. And they even went so far as. In the game, when she moves, her parts jiggle. Yeah, that happens in um, Dead or Alive too, with a lot of the characters when they move, their um, their breasts jiggle up and down. Right. Wobbly. And it's like, you know, why is this? Yeah. It's because of the male gaze. You know, as as I stated before, you know, the vast majority of of the people who play video games are men. They're guys, and we, I mean we and we and we already and we already I mean we we kind of loosely mentioned that you know black and Latino boys play video games a bit more, but the vast majority of them are men, and what this is what what they're doing is appealing to the male gaze without really understanding you know how damaging that is, you know they're right. planning they're helping to plant this idea in these kids' heads that, you know, that women fulfill one of a couple roles. You know, they're either damsel in distress, as in, you know, they need you to do for them because they're not capable of doing for self, or, you know, they're objects, you know, they're sexual objects. You know, if you look at games like Grand Theft Auto or Fable, you know, games where, you know, the feelings of the person don't particularly matter because they're you're essentially using the you're essentially using them for their body and for whatever ends you need to meet, you know? And those are those right. are really dangerous ideas. Those are really dangerous ideas because women are people. With their own do you with, play, with um, thoughts. Huh? I was gonna ask you, do you play Grand Theft Auto? Uh, I haven't played I haven't played Grand Theft Auto since 2002, which is blasphemous for a lot of people. But that game doesn't appeal to me. I was talking to I was just talking to Everett about Grand Theft Auto the other day because he was offended because I said I had read an article and I was like, wow, I did not know they were doing all this was going on in Grand Theft Auto. I guess they have this this um they drive when you drive around they have like these um tranny 
or transsexual, um, they call them trannies in the article, but transsexual characters, and you like, um, there's like these disparaging comments made, and you like, you know, um, run them over or kill them or rape them or do other things. I don't know. That really, really rubbed me the wrong way. It does. That rubs me the wrong way. I'm not a fan of that. And I was very surprised because, like, for him, it wasn't that, he, you know, he was offended at the content more or less. It was more that, you know, people are always ragging on Grand Theft Auto, and I was like, you know, I just, I don't know, I just couldn't play something like that. I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I've played Grand Theft Auto before, but I don't know which one I played. It was so long ago. And the fact that, for me, the fact that, you know, some players find it funny to just go off. And I know that there's this idea that it's a choice and you choose what you do, but I just find it just, like, really unsettling. And some some of the male players that play really do just go off and just, you know, rape rape women or kill women or, you know, sleep, sleep with women or kill. And, you know, they kill men too, but it's, I don't know, it just rubs me the wrong way. I just... I don't know how I feel about that game. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, you know it's because you know these characters are not painted as human. You know they they're not human. They're not given stories. They're not really given faces. You know they're not given backgrounds and and all of that. They're not characters that are to be developed. They're just there. You know they're just there to be entertained. And and, and like you can think about how and, and you can think about how that influences you know people's perception of trans people in real life and women in real life. You know, like trannies is a is a derogatory term. A lot of folks, a lot of people don't know that, but it is. Right. You know, yeah. Everett's standing here, but he won't he won't talk, and he's making me mad. He said he was going to call in. He's a liar. Come on, son. He wants to talk about. He wants to talk about Grand Theft Auto too. Listen to him. Oh, can we can we say that for the podcast? <laughs> you know, I don't want to derail too too much. Oh, so I'm podcast only. <laughs> Thought you was too good. You too good to call in, son? No, it's not that. I want to. I was just won't go to sleep. This daylight saving time is fucking them all the way up. We were talking about Grand Theft Auto and, like, the gender thing as far as, like, you know, the transvestites and the the, the rape and the, the sleeping with women just to get things. Like, they have no value. I mean, not good or bad or other. I mean, I think that the way women are portrayed in video games is like that. Uh, tell us something to speak up. Can't really hear him. <clears throat> I, say, I, I feel that the way women are portrayed in video games are fucked up. And driving around whooping trannies' asses, is, you know, that's, that's not cool either. But having the freedom to make choices and do whatever you want in, in an open world game is amazing to me still. Now, the choices you make is on you. That tells me more about the person playing the game than the actual game. So you could very well stick to Grand Theft Auto and stick to the story. How likely have it happened? Not likely. That's why I don't play it. <laughs> but it's possible. <laughs> I mean, I know people who play it straight through, and they take – partaking little stuff, but they don't really do shit. Like my brothers, they don't really partake in all the bullshit. They actually like the story. They go through the story. Then I see people online who do some terrible shit. So, I mean, I, I, it's a personality thing, too. But if anything, I would say that violence in games 
needs to be looked at different more than singling out anything. Oh, of course. I agree with that 110%. I mean, violence, violence, this, this yeah. obsession with violence in general, just in terms of mass media in general, like, you know, America needs, America needs to have a real honest conversation about, you know, well, one, the way who, who the, the way we depict violence and why it's so prevalent, you know, to the point that people are desensitized to it. It's like, oh, they don't look I at it as a horrible it. thing. What? I think I think part of it is that we can't do that kind of shit in real life, so we kind of play it out and, in games. Because, like, sometimes I'll be mad and I'll go play Left 4 Dead and just be shooting. Just. That, and then, I mean, you ain't lying. I mean... I mean, look, I, 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 got, I got a great example. I got a great example recently. Remember what I told you? Made me mad last night. Yeah. The about in the in the BA group. Yeah. Yeah, like that. That shit had me so heated. I went. I went and got on injustice just because I wanted. I needed to release that energy. <laughs> I can't. You know, I'm not about to go out here in real life and punch somebody. I mean, not that I had the feeling, but. You know, I got I got to release you know that anger <laughs> on the on the on the video game. So that that that's totally plausible. The fact that you know we can't actually go do that stuff in real life. Right. Well, you can. You just you know in the game you can do it without repercussion. You know. I've, I've done all that. So. I know exactly. But, I mean, but, I, I, but you know, I, I would go a step further. You know, I would go a step further, and I would, I would question. You know, why? Like, what, what, what purpose is, what purpose is there in even making this game in general, where that's, an, whether that's an option. Right. No, I, I understand. You know, I understand. You know, you know, I agree with Everett as far as, you know, what people do in games. You know, is on them because you know, in Fable, in Fable. You can do stuff like that. Like, if you want, you could go kill and pillage an entire town just for the fun of it, and it doesn't affect the story. I you know, and you, you, you can do the same thing in Skyrim, too. Yeah. No, in Sims, I, I used to just start fires when I was in high school. But it's all on the person. <laughs> Obviously, you have some psychological problems you need to <laughs> Burn them all? Okay. But, um, no, I mean, they would, be, they would be just doing stuff. You know, you give them free will, and they, they just do whatever the hell they want to do. It's called free will. No, so I, turn the, so I, turn the, I would turn the free will off and just let them stand in the house and start a stove fire. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna sit down. Horrible. I hope I hope no one don't gain no power in any any capacity anytime soon. Like setting a fire here. I had a god conflict. Okay, the thing that bothers me as a gamer, and when I hear about the media talking about video games and you know all online saying bad shit about Grand Theft Auto and other games, is Grand Theft Auto really that bad? when you compare it to a lot of the movies that are out that are big, that people go see and they don't give a damn and don't blink an eye. You know what I'm saying? There's right. so much violence in movies. These white dudes can be as violent as they want. It's okay because it's a movie. It's art. It's a movie. Right. And a lot of times people don't look at video games as being art, so it's just like, oh, that's just reckless violence because you're actually doing the action that says more about it. But you won't say that to an actor who's acting out a, a scene and he's doing the right. action. You know? So... It frustrates me because it's like video games are nothing but an interactive movie. Well, that's what they're becoming now. So, and that's I've what I've always kind of felt too. that way, though. Honestly, 
I agree with that. So, yeah, so I think that because it's seen as video games still have a a, 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 a cloud over it that's kind of childish. People see, oh, kids play video games. And games are for kids. So you have violent and you have games, red flags go off. You know what I'm saying? Right. See a rated R movie or a TV, MA, TV show. I mean, how many people love Dexter? Love Dexter. And this dude's walking what? around murdering people. Surprise, motherfucker. I, right? <laughs> <laughs> I personally love Dexter. Weird motherfucker. But that's here nor there. I personally love Dexter. But, you know, I love... Uh, I mean, I'm not big on Grand Theft Auto. Granted, I'm not either. But, and Grand Theft Auto is one of the most... I, Game, I agree with everything game. that you just said too. I mean, I think yeah. I think part of the reason they harp on they harp on it so much is is probably because of that interactive quality. You know what I mean? They think that because people have the option in front of them and they can do it. You know, that's different than them just watching watching it. The fact of the matter is, it still you know still influences you know, it's still an influence on, you know, that person. You know, they're still they're still taking it in just the same. Regardless you know, me 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 going and fucking somebody up on Grand Theft Auto and me watching Tom Cruise fuck somebody up on Mission Impossible, you know, what's the difference? What's the difference? The fact that one's the fact that one's three D and one's one's an actual person? I've seen Steven Seagal break so many arms <laughs> kill so many people. In the movie, and it's okay because guess what? That's Steven Seagal. Yeah, look at Saul. Just a side note. Just a side note about Steven Seagal. You ever see that man run? That's like the funniest shit ever. No, it is. It, well, Bob is yeah, yeah, if you look at that man open. run, that man is perfect. That man is perfected like the old man with a bad hip run. Yet his hair never moves. It never <laughs> moves. That ponytail stays intact. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. A horse, a horse tail moves more. He, his shit is just steady. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere. I swear. Stay in one place. They do, they do, they, they do his scenes like frame by frame for real. <laughs> like, okay, we need you to run, but you remember, don't run, don't run fast enough that you mess up the ponytail, but just fast enough hey, Brooks, that it I'm still looks bad. Of, I'm about to get out of here, Brooks. All right, bro. I'm gonna go check the next I'm happy I was a part of the show. You know. Hey, if you Let's get on go. the podcast, you know, feel free. Oh yeah, it depends on. Well, I got a call before the show ends. Like, yeah, but I'm probably not gonna be. No. I'm probably not gonna be super long because I got homework to do. No, that's all good. I go on the podcast. He will be anyway. talking to himself on the podcast, like Brooks. What do you think, Brooks? I don't know, Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. About uh, people need to get in the video games and everything. Yeah. At the beginning of the show, I said that as, as a message to Brooks. He didn't say shit. Like, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, 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 I did see it, but my browser crashed. I couldn't. Um, my browser crashed. I couldn't get back to you. Brooks and me having full conversation with him. So I'm talking about myself. But yeah, man, that's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, nigga, that's fucked up. Yeah, I can see I, I can see you looking in the mirror and shit like, hey Brooks, <laughs> how you doing this evening? <laughs> looking at us, but 
I, I didn't want to get too sidetracked. I had to, I had to, I had to send him off. <laughs> so I was, I was like, "Ever look, you got to go. We got to get back to gender." <laughs> right. I'm gonna be on the podcast. So. Like, damn, bro, that beer got full. Like, yeah, son. They love it. They love that shit. <laughs> So, yeah, you can your get mine like yours. Stroking your chin, is like it? <laughs> <laughs> we the same person. We got the same beard. Oh, shit, you right. <laughs> got, the, got that Rick Ross looking at us. Oh. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they could do, there could be some, there could be some improvements. In these games, especially like, I don't know. I'm looking at the crack article and I'm just looking at the the um, relationship mini games. All these fucked up relationships. It's just terrible. Like, where you? Did we already talk about what you said about infamous? No, but I was actually I was actually about to go down that road right now. See, we're on we vibe, we vibing, Brooks, we vibing. Great minds. <laughs> Go ahead, then. I still can't find it, so you might need to get that for me. How are you now? Oh, wait. Found it. Found you... it. Never mind. Never mind. Found it. Okay. <laughs> okay. My bad. I say, nigga can't read. Shit. But, like, in Infamous 2, uh, Infamous is a pretty dope game series. I'm still working my way through game one right now, so... I can't vouch for this in, in Infamous 2 just yet. Um, but in Infamous 2, the main character, Cole McGrath, has two relationship options. The sassy black woman, if you're evil, and the bookish Asian woman, if you're heroic. For anyone who doesn't know, in Infamous, you, you have the option to control your storyline. You're a guy with powers, and basically how you choose to use it, you have a meter that you have a meter that will, you know, that'll let you know, like if you're do, if you're more good or if you're more evil, like which side that you're leaning. You have a lot of it's it's pretty open ended as far as what you can do. Um, but the option, but the outcome for both options is the same. You know, Cole, the hero, he gets he gets powers. He doesn't have to share them, and then he eventually kills both the women. Now. That's the interesting thing, the thing about the the black the black woman in Infamous <clears throat> is that if you go and listen if you go and listen to her and I, I, I that was the article I was trying to find earlier because it had an audio clip and I, part of me wanted to 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 download it so I could play it on here so you guys could hear how ridiculous this one they made this woman sound like this one this 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 they made this black woman. Who who's homeless? She's home. She's homeless and like digging through trash and shit. But they made this woman, you know, she speaks broken English that you probably wouldn't have heard since like maybe the 1700s or something. Like she 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 sounds how white people sound when they used to do minstrel shows in the 1940s. Like it's almost insulting, insulting to hear yeah. how they have this woman speaking. She's all well, hides are there. So uh, I'm just digging through the trash is here and uh, trying to find me some neat. That's terrible. I don't even want right. to hear anymore. <laughs> I'm here, like I and I, I watched the three minute video of when you first meet her and I'm like, 
Are you serious? Like, how did I, like how did anybody? They couldn't have had any black people on the board for that because there is no way that any black person would have heard that character soundbite with whoever they got to portray her and been like, perfect, brilliant. This is exactly how she should be portrayed. You know, she can't speak normal English like every fucking like everyone else in the fucking game. She can't even like <laughs> she, she can't speak. It's real. It's hard to understand her without the subtitles. To be honest, you don't know what she's saying half the time, and that's ridiculous. Like, like why? Why is that? Like, why? 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 Why does the black, the one black character in this game, who if you associate with, you get to, you know, you're evil, and you end up killing her anyway. Why? Why is the one black character in the game like that? You know, she gets to speak broken. She gets to speak uh, broken English, and she's homeless and and fitting a whole a whole bunch of stereotypes about about you know about black people. She's always oh, she's super uneducated. They, that's another thing that they hammer home when you first meet her. She's uneducated. Like, why is that? And why why was that permissible? Like the relationship arcs mm-hmm. in a lot of these games are, are are horrible, you know. Like we spoke we spoke earlier about you know them just being objects, i.e. Grand Theft Auto or Fable or you know some of the other ones. But then you have sh- then you have shit like this, where you know and th- and this is something that lies at the intersection of both race and uh, both race and gender, where you have the the lone black the lone black woman character in this game. You know, basically talking like she's on the plantation, and I hate to use that example because I really try not to use those. But that's how she's being depicted. If you think of any type of menstrual show depiction and how they made black folks talk in in, in that day, that's mm-hmm. what they made this woman sound like. In Infamous Two, a game that came out within the last four to five years. That's terrible. That is awful. I don't know. I think no. they could do. There could be. There could be a lot of improvement in the way that women are presented in games in general. Not just black women, but women. Like I see so so many just half naked women. It's not like it's not enjoyable to see, but at the same time, that's not right. all that we are. Right. <laughs> you know. Right, but but that's how they treat. The, the women characters you're the side piece to the main character you know mm-hmm. you're not you're not Everything you're not you're not a character that that needs to be developed that has that has thoughts and feelings or rather the thoughts and feelings you have usually involve the other character because nine out of ten times you're the love interest that can't do shit for yourself you're just the accessory to his story not oh my god like you. princess peach right <laughs> you know Princess Peach, you know the, the 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 Mario the Mario princess that conveniently gets uh, that gets uh, kidnapped every game. You would think that she would take some self defense classes or something. Like, I mean, if right. I get kidnapped the first time, I'm going to take some classes. <laughs> I'm gonna get some weapons or something. You ain't never gonna kidnap me. I'll crack you in the shell. Right, but you know what? That's 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 common, and that's that's common for another princess in another really famous series, Zelda. That happens all throughout the Zelda games, also, 
and Zelda, um, Zelda, she's you know she's the princess of Hyrule, and she um, she gets kidnapped by Ganondorf, who is who is a, a, a non-white character of color and the antagonist to Link. And that's basically it's virtually the same thing that happens. She gets kidnapped. I mean, the only the only the only game that I can think of that that didn't exactly happen is Majora's Mask, where instead of being kidnapped, she goes into hiding, and you don't know it's her, but you think that she's been kidnapped. Mm. I never finished Zelda, but that's crazy. It is. I mean, it, and it's not. It's it's a common theme. It's a common thing that's prevalent all throughout. You know, even if you don't, even if you go past the, uh, if you go past um, the two princesses, like you can look at, you can even look at something like uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, like Amy Rose. Amy Rose is a character who's been around since Sonic CD, which came out in 1995, or not 95, I think it was 99. Um, came out in 90, I'll say 99. And Amy Rose is a character who basically got introduced as a nameless a nameless uh speechless female character who just wanted to chase Sonic around. And her whole char- her whole character story is built around the fact that she chases Sonic. Like, you don't know where she comes from. You don't know you don't know what she does. You don't know what her purpose is. You don't know anything about her other than she's young and she's in love with Sonic the Hedgehog. Now you can you can contrast that with someone like Knuckles the Echidna, who you you know you know his you know his life story. You know that he's a descendant of the Echidna tribe and he lives on Angel Island and he he's protecting the Master Emerald and all of that. But care even even in something as innocent as Sonic the Hedgehog, you know Amy Rose, the 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 one female character who is who pops up you know virtually every game now, and she doesn't really have a story to her. Not one that's not centered around Sonic, at least. Mm-hmm. And you know, that like stuff like that needs to change. Like we need, we need to, we we need that kind of diversity in in gaming. You know what I mean? Like you know, people people are different. People have all types of experiences, and and whatnot. And you know, women and people of color, and people and women of color especially need. You know, they have the right to be depicted. You know in various ways that are not, you know, they're not based on stereotypes. Um, Before we continue, uh, we have about nine and a half minutes left in the show. It's 9.50 right now. We've had a pretty dope discussion. Um, This this conversation is probably going to carry over to the podcast, at least, you know, for a little bit, not for too long because Noah has uh, has work to do. Um, But I encourage everyone who is listening right now, if you can call in, I encourage you to call in so that you can listen. Because at 10 o'clock, the stream that you're listening, either via Facebook or on the Blog Talk site, the stream is going to cut off and you won't be able to hear the conversation. So if you would like to continue listening to the conversation, uh, then I encourage you to call in. The, the number is 310-982-4273. You won't have to talk. You won't have to say anything. You can just listen. There are people who are who are on just listening right now. So I encourage if you want to hear what we have to say after we finish, after we wrap, after we finish this discussion, then uh, I encourage you to do so. So um, 
so yeah, um, I think we should make this a series. Like, I feel like we should probably revisit this a little later also. I think so. I, I enjoy <laughs> talking about video games. Yeah, anyway. I mean, you know, you know, I think honestly, we probably could have dedicated a whole show to just one of them. You know, like, we could have done a whole yeah. show dedicated to the racial stereotypes, done one for this, uh, the gender stereotypes, as well. You know, we'll definitely, we're definitely gonna have, we're definitely gonna have uh, a part two, a part two for this, because you know, there's a there's, yeah. there's a whole lot for us to unpack here, and we still, and, and you know, we didn't even get into things like. Like, what, what, what are the effects of, you know, the fact that the majority of video ga- of gamers are black and are black and Latino males, and yet the vast majority of, you know, these these female characters are white women. You know, what kind of effect right. do you think that could have, especially when you consider when you consider, you know, things like the the standard of beauty in this country. You know, obviously unrealistic, you know, unrealistic body proportions. But, you know, these are the characters that they'll be looking at. So it's the same thing in, in movies and television shows as well. You know, there, there's a whole lot. <laughs> there's a whole lot for us to unpack, unpack with this with this, with this, this topic. Um, so we, we, we will def- we're definitely going to, going to uh, revisit this, revisit this in the future. What's also interesting is, you know, the absence of black female characters from all of this. You know, like when we cut, like the the majority of the characters we discussed, you know, that we discussed in in, in the gender stereotypes portion, mostly white women. You know, all these characters are mostly white women with the exception of the woman from Infamous. You know, they're like, it's like, it's like Meek Mill said, it's levels to this shit. Right. <laughs> you know, just you know, we we can talk about just women in general, but then we also have to we also have to make a, a space to 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 specifically discuss women of color versus white women, because white women are, if you I'm sure if we look at the numbers, white women are depicted more, probably depicted more than than women of color, and they're probably depicted more favorably, at that. What do you think about that? Noah? Well, my phone was messing up. I, oh, okay. did, I didn't hear the last part of what she said. And then, no, I asked and you what I you felt about that. About what? I didn't hear. I, oh. I literally have been messing with my phone for like the past minute. Oh, no, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I think Everett just called I'm it. sorry. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he just called in. He hasn't hit one yet, so I won't I won't bring him on yet. Um I think he's just trying to get in before the podcast, I think. Yeah, so I encourage all Probably. of you to definitely tune in cuz we're going we're going to go in for a little bit on on the podcast after we hop off. Um but we got 5 minutes left, so I want I want to use this time to plug our next show, which Noah is going to take over and take control over, and we're going to be doing a show on Afrofuturism. Woo! Spirit fingers. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about the show Afrofuturism. It's going to sound a little bit self-absorbed, but my birthday is the day after, so. But it's mostly by Afrofuturism. 
Yes, it, yeah, it's mostly about <laughs> Afrofuturism, but but it's partially it's it's partially about me, nah. But um, I um I'm gonna be talking about probably talking about John Jennings and who is a um graphic artist and he's also a professor. Um, Natasha Womack, she wrote a book. She wrote a very great introductory text on Afrofuturism. And Afrofuturism isn't just, it's mainly a, a, a black American movement, but it's also been expanding out to, um, you know, certain Latino cultures like Puerto Rican culture, Dominican culture, and Asian culture, um, Mexican, Chicana, and Chicano culture. Like, there's, it, there's a lot of aspects to it, and we're going to be talking about all of that in a couple of weeks. So definitely, definitely. So um, <clears throat> we're going to be discussing. So we're going to test that in two weeks. So once again, make sure you go check the archives. Go listen to everyone else's show. Go listen to our shows because all of our shows are dope. And you know, all of y'all are pretty freaking awesome because you know we hit we hit 600 listens on our last show, and that's that's kind of a record. That's kind of more than any any of the other ones that we definitely had. So that's kind of dope. So make sure you definitely do that. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? What was I going to say? I uh, totally forgot. Oh, uh, Chocolate City Skeptics. You know we have our meeting. We have our meeting next next this upcoming Sunday. So definitely tune in for that. Um, those who are still listening, once again, I'm going to say this one more time. It's clear that you're listening to me, and that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> I understand? We're not that interesting. But if you don't yeah. listen, tune in for me, you, know, you didn't have to agree to that. <laughs> he said, um, he said, whatever. Oh. <laughs> um, we, so um, definitely tune in. Again, 310-982-4273. The show is going to end and uh, it's going to end in about two and a half minutes. And before we jump straight into the podcast, I'm going to play a song by a rapper I really like, a nerdcore MC by the name of Sky Blue. And uh this song right here is called Blue Notes the Blue Notes These. So you have you officially have two minutes to get on. This is BFT Radio. Like the FCC, just 
glad me be. Matter of fact, let me breathe. I'm just a guy ate in this world. No STD. Cold blooded little stabs and rap in the pool. So you can keep swag. Yo, I'm naturally cool. Really, I'm actually cool. I reside in the air. Leading the revolution. I don't want you to spare. Yeah. So why go toe to toe with the evil? Gotta show love to my people. You know? Uh-huh. It's that blue nose seeds. They like, see me. I need me that blue nose seeds. It's what you need. Uh-huh. It's that blue nose seeds. They like, see me. I need me that blue nose seeds. Don't see. Once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Join us on the podcast. We are out of here on the breakbeat. Boom. That was a good. That was a good time. That was a great timing. Yeah. Hello. That was a good timing. Yeah, I, I hear you. It ended with ten minutes. Bam. I actually was just kind of winging it. <laughs> the during that whole thing, I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I guess I forgot to say tell everyone thanks for listening. My bad. Uh, I don't know if everyone wants to jump on or not. He ain't really said nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's down there dealing with that monster child that we have. Uh, so, no you know, hashtag. it might take him a second. Yeah, yes, hashtag child free. <laughs> every, every day is a reminder. <laughs> yeah. Uh shit. Yeah, I'm telling you, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait until I was older, because if oh, I had waited, shit, I, I never that. had kids. I did not mean, hopefully I, did, hopefully I did not just leave the show. I don't think I did. You're still here, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, and there's there he is. What's up? Fuck my don't do nothing, man. Fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was here listening the whole time. I'm just trying to get the boys straight. Yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start calling the show and just sitting on on hold and then popping in and out randomly when I can. I mean, yeah. I, if I don't if I don't if I don't accept the call, you ain't got to. <laughs> you, ain't oh, get to you ain't got. But see, the thing is, what I realize is every time I call, you get excited. We're like brothers. This you, you want me on the show? Okay. I know. I mean, I could, I could easily just drop the call. Like, I just hit, I just hit the mute button, or I could just drop, just drop that shit. Drop no, you can't. Like it's hard. No, but what I wanted to say about the video game shit is, did you play the last um, Tomb Raider game? Nope. Dude, wait, the one that just okay. came out. Okay, not the one that. Okay, the one that just, just, just came out is a remake of the three of the one that was on 360 and the PlayStation 3. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was on the Wii U too. But who cares about the Wii U? But it was a it was a remake. About the Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they just added a bunch of new shit, updated the graphics so they could resell the same game again. The story mode is exactly the same. So, if you haven't played it, I would suggest getting it or waiting until the price drops and get it whenever you get your PlayStation Four. And just wait and get it. But it's a great game. But there was actually uh, I don't know if you remember back when Tomb Raider first came out. Like, uh, people were upset and saying uh, how Laura Croft was depicted, you know, having big titties and small waist and super sexual. Mm-hmm. But when they got rid of all of that and made her look like a normal girl, average size, there were still problems, too. So, Right. Sometimes it seems like... You know what I forgot, that that I forgot to uh, that I forgot to mention? I meant to, I meant to bring this up, too, because I, re- I was reading this. Uh, Samus, 
I'm sorry, you said who? Samus. You know Samus from Metroid, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. It was interesting, and this is on the Crash article, and Noah, Noah, Noah should see it. Samus is the only the only bot on there. <laughs> um, but um, they talked about, in this article. It spoke about how in Metroid Other M, you know, that they decided to explore Samus's femininity. And the, what's interesting, what, the one thing that people haven't really known about Samus is, I guess, how feminine. Like they, they don't know a whole lot about her other than she's a woman and she's a bounty hunter. Like they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they've delved a little bit into her past, but they haven't really dove a whole lot into her personality so that you know, so that there are specific attributes, you know, about her. Now, in the in this cracked article. Right here, uh, they. I, I'm just. I'm just gonna read this right here. Somewhere along the line, someone suggested transforming one of the video ga- one of video games' most legendary badasses into a prissy wimp who constantly frets about impressing men. And astoundingly, nobody thought to slap that guy in the mouth until he died from a bear's epic reeling mouth slaps. And they ended up making that game instead. Not even ten minutes into the opening, Samus is already feeling touched that her former commander Adam would acknowledge that past by calling her something delicate like Lady. Because of how he touched her, Samus decides to play the first few, first few major battles in the game without using missiles or bombs, you know, two of her staples. Not because she doesn't have them, but because Adam hasn't authorized them. And it's worth pointing out that Adam didn't tell Samus not to use her bombs, but Samus decides to follow the shoot aliens but gentle like a lady order just to get Adam to like her. Wow. And that's and, and when I read that, that was crazy because I'm like, I played Metroid. Metroid Prime Metroid mm-hmm. Prime is a phenomenal game. All the Metroid games are phenomenal. Yeah, like they they are fantastic games, and that's one like one aspect of Samus's per. That's not an aspect of Samus's personality that you really get. You know, that she's all that pressed about. You know, trying to get men to like her. Yeah, that's what. That's, yeah, that's 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 crazy. I didn't even know that. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't have, uh, I don't have I don't have Metroid Other M. Uh, I want to pick it up. No, I don't. It's either. one of the few games. It's one of the few games for the Wii that I still want to still want to grab. Last Metroid I played was on GameCube, and I actually just re-downloaded it. Which uh, one? The second one? Was it, was it Prime uh, or Prime? Prime? Yeah, Prime. Prime. Yeah, I have Prime. I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm honestly thinking about replaying Prime just because of how great that game was. No, let me explain. When I played Metroid, it was the old side scrollers, like. Oh, oh no! I remember so, those on Game Boy, that's right? The, that's the Metroid in the, I played. In the NES games. In on the NES. That's yeah. that's the Metroid that I remember. Um, I actually, after that, stopped paying attention to Metroid for a while until my nephew. I think yeah, my nephew had it on GameCube when the game was actually relevant. And I got into it a little bit there. It was cool. And I wanted it again, so I went and downloaded it. Fun. That, that game is fun. It's amazing. And I didn't really like the GameCube all that much, but that game was... That game was a shit. But, I mean, when you have men writing stuff, you get stuff like that all the time. For instance, Wonder Woman is the shit. I mean, nobody can fuck with it, but the only way you can stop her is if you bind her wrist together. You know what I'm saying? 
It's right. little sexist notions like that are all through video games and comic books. And people right. just let it go because that's how it was back then. It's, and, it's a tradition thing. They don't try to change it. They just leave it alone. But, baby, you remember what I told you about, um, I don't know. Okay, is anybody here besides me and ever watched Charmed? Raise your hand. We can't see. Can't <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> Bro, do you, have you ever watched Charmed? Charmed? I've seen a few episodes yeah. here and there. Yeah. That's the shit. God, I just can't. I can't. You need to you need to get Netflix and you need to watch Charm. All of them. Anyway. I, no, I have Netflix. No, you I need to watch, watch Charm. Charm. All watch eight seasons are on Netflix. Oh. Well, you can skip the first. Well, it's going to have to wait because I still got to finish Archer and what else am I How watching? Is that? American Horror Story. Oh, American Horror Story. Oh, I finished the first How's season Archer? of American Horror Story. It was good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be starting that I'm gonna be starting that as soon as I finish uh finish Archer as soon as I catch up on Archer. Now if Archer is well Archer's in five on season five now, so I have four seasons to get through. Hold on, hold on. Does anybody about? else hear does anybody else hear an echo? Yeah. No. I don't hear an echo. This probably I do. Either. I have headphones on, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't I hear an echo. Wait. No, it, it couldn't be the computer. I'm not really sure what it is, then. Yeah, Will it record I, I like that? Uh, probably. I don't, I mean, I don't think that... The entire show. I can hear I, it. I don't hear one right now, either. I only hear, I only hear when Noah speaks. <clears throat> uh, I don't know what that's about, but no, I can't hang up, obviously, so... No, say, wait, that's, not, that's a lie, actually, because I just heard it. I, I heard it when he <laughs> talked. <laughs> I got yeah, to, okay. I'm getting right track. I was trying to tell y'all what the um the ropes around the hand. I think it goes back to um I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the Wicca tradition of hand fasting. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, I, didn't, I didn't explore Wicca that that deeply. What's that? Okay. Well, hand hand fasting in Wicca is kind of like a tradition, a marriage tradition. <clears throat> Uh-huh. And you take a rope when you get married. You take a you take the rope and you twine it around the the wife's hand and the husband's hand as a symbol of them being bound together. Bound. Okay. And then. Well, it's a symbol of them being bound together. So, part of um, Wonder Woman being bound. That that's the only way to stop her is to bind her wrist with rope. That may go back to the whole thing about feminism, where women were like, "I don't need, I don't want a man, or I don't want to get married, and everything," because marriage was looked at for a lot of white women, especially marriage was looked at as the end of things. Like you lose your identity, you become a stay-at-home mom, and you have babies, and you just you lose yourself. And 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 that's probably part of why they made her. They made her um, kryptonite, so to speak, the the ropes around the wrist and everything, because it's like marriage is a restraint against her. Because remember, she's a she's an Amazon. That is a very feminist, very strong female character, and for her to be bound in marriage would probably take away from her identity. 
Damn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's I mean, it's like that even in, in TV shows. I mean, you have like <laughs> you have like characters. You have characters in books portrayed a certain way. Then when they're on TV, they're different. Just like in Walking Dead. Noah was telling me about uh, in the Walking Dead comic strip or the, or the book or whatever. Uh, what's the blind? Uh, no, what's the blind chick's name? Andrew. Andrew. Walking Dead. Yeah, she's actually really strong and self-sufficient and does things on her own and does shit cool. But in the TV show, she just jumps for the first decent-looking dude, and she does whatever he says, and she doesn't think for herself at all in the TV show. And she's really annoying. Almost got herself and the whole crew killed multiple times because of it. Yeah. So, it's kind of uh, irritating. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's like that everywhere. And it's something that needs to be changed. Yeah. Damn. That that Wonder Woman thing really got me, like, got my head in the loop. Like, I, damn, that's dope. I really didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, about to, like, I'm about to go spend tonight, like, reading up, like, reading up on her character. And reading up on yeah. yeah, when she happens, she loses all of her strength. She can't. I don't think she can fly. Nothing. Everything's gone once she binds her wrist. Yeah, once you get, once you marry a man, once you once you marry a man and you go into marriage, you lose yourself, you lose your identity. That's what white. That's what white feminists felt back then, when those characters were being created. But it just shows you that, like Wonder Woman is like one of the most powerful DC comic book characters there are. Mm-hmm. And even in Brooks, you know, and no, you know, and in, in, in Justice, she's a beast too. She kicked your ass, quick yeah, ass, she, and I hurt. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a beast with her, and I, 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 yeah. I really like the fact that you know you can, like, she has multiple switch weapons. The lasso you, you can use the, you can switch you can the lasso use her sword, and... shield, or the lasso. Mm-hmm. I think that's and dope too. It just shows, uh, for lack Take of a better Take that lasso and slap you in the face. Yeah, but but it, they had to put a, a way, a, a something in her story, her weakness was basically domestication, for lack of a better term. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Lock her up. Take everything away from her. Now she's defense. So. I mean, it's fucked up. I mean, I'm not for it, but. It's the only thing. When I start making video games, I can just, I can try not to do things like that. Yeah. Except is, that the only thing that could take away from her power was her being bound with a rope. Like, she's as strong as she is. And the thing is, they don't say why I know, I that's know one the case thing. either. That I remember. I don't think they ever said why binding her wrist did anything. You know. At least I know so, Wonder yeah. Woman's not in the BDSM. You said what now? I said, at least we know she ain't in the BDSM. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with it. I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I'm just saying I know that she ain't. I know that she ain't. She ain't into it. But that's the thing too. When okay, when I was a kid, I knew about that. She'd be the dom. She'd be the dom. She'd be the top. She'd never be a bottom. But 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 that's the thing. Okay, when I was a kid, kid, and I heard about it, I didn't think that far past it. But as an adult, thinking about it, it sounded really sexual to me. I mean, like you know, bondage and shit like that. But once again, that's taking a female character and making her weakness yeah. something sexual too. 
I mean, but it's not it's not really sexual at all. I'm telling you, that has to. I, I'm I'm speaking from opinion and and my own research, but that has to be it. It has to be that hand fasting thing. It has to be the marriage thing because when those characters are being created, that was when women's rights and the suffrage movement and everything. Right. And all and and I think the the second wave of feminism. They were all about if you marry a man, you lose yourself, you lose your identity, and that and and that's her weakness. If you bind her, she's bound to somebody. That's it. She has she she has no power as a woman. And I mean, that's, even, that's, I mean, that's a lot of Brooks, have you ever played Injustice all the way through the story mode? Yeah, I finished it. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, well I kept justice. getting my ass kicked by Superman in the, at the end, but... Oh, in the last battle? <laughs> that's basically where I am, yeah. Trust me, you're not alone. It took that nigga's annoying. That huh? But, um... I said, yeah, it took me some time on that one, too, because Superman is the shit in that game. It's sad. And I hate playing when people play him online, too. If they really can play him, he's almost impossible to beat. But... Yeah. So anyway, be, even in the, he, even in the story... Character. He is. But even in the story on Injustice, when Superman became all-powerful after uh, Lois Lane got killed and his child got killed, you know, she automatically took the submissive part and became his woman. Raven didn't become uh, Wonder woman. Woman? Yeah. Nobody else, no, none of the other female characters, you know, bowed down and was submissive to him. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm your bitch now. You know what I'm saying? But Wonder Woman did. So, right. I think that was kind of like... A, a, a symbolic way of doing the wrist bound too, because she was powerless, and the only thing she did was what he told her to do. And we all know Wonder Woman has never been that shit, ever. right? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, in, in hold the on, I'm about to bring Rain on. To be killed. Okay. Okay, no, y'all can keep talking. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, and you got really silent for a second. I love it. I don't know what's going on. Brooks was going in and out, and I couldn't really hear what he was saying. I heard what's holding on. Yeah. Yeah. I hear this echo is really irritating. Hey. Sorry I'm late, guys. Oh, my gosh. I lose lose track of time. I totally forgot that you guys were doing the show tonight. Wow. Sorry. You guys I was trying to figure out if they were still there. I'm playing Injustice now because all this talk about it, all this talk about it made me want to play it. I wish Raina, did you hear us? Raina, did you hear us talking about, um, did you hear us talking about Wonder Woman? No, no, she, no. she, 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 she hasn't no. heard anything. Nope. Oh, we, we were talking about Wonder Woman's no. weakness. Oh, what is her weakness? I forget. Her her weakness is when you tie you you tie a rope around her her wrist. She can't use her powers at all. Oh, that's just lame. You know, and you know what that is though. That's 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 misogyny right there. That's misogyny because that's just like every other. Like, have you ever like seen that blog called like um, Women in Refrigerators? Or something like that. No. no what kind of internet not. searching do you what? do? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So it's basically, I think it's called women in refrigerators. But basically, it goes over 
comic book history of like all of these like women characters in these in these you know comics and these um and particularly the superheroes. So there's like a number of incidents in in the comic books where like there's a superhero and she's she's very competent, but for some reason like as a plot device she has to die in order for the main protagonist who's always male in order for him to kind of move his story along. So what ends up happening is they always die in like these ridiculous ways and, they, and a lot of the times it ends up being like they're they're tied up and thrown into some kind of coffin or refrigerator, you know, or something along those lines. And they have like a bunch of examples of this type of thing. And um and and it just and it makes no sense. It's like it's like Superman. Like Superman, you have to like get him near Kryptonite, and in order to do anything to him. But like just tying someone's wrist—that's that's really that's that's really lame. You know what I mean? No, what's, inter- what's interesting though is Noah just kind of dropped some science on why that is. It's kind of interesting. I, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was telling them about Wonder Woman and that. You know, and I, I don't, I, I've done my own little research on different things, and I, I watched a lot of Charmed and everything. In Wicca, when you um, have you ever heard of hand fasting? Hmm, I, I, I think so, but remind me. So basically, hand fasting is a ritual that they do when you get married. You take a rope and you twine it around the wrist of the two people who are getting married, symbolizing that they are now bound together. Okay. And back then, when those characters were being created, that was like the second wave of feminism and suffrage. And after all of that happening, women were kind of on this whole, you know, if you get married, you lose yourself. And I think that's where they got the rope around Wonder Woman's wrist. I'm not entirely sure, but that's what it reminded me of, is that, you know, you tie a rope around her wrist, she's married, she's hand-fast, she, she's domesticated, as Everett put it. That's a really that's a, I mean that's one way of looking at it but it's, at the same time I feel like I don't remember who created Wonder Woman but I feel like that's some some nonsense and some fuckery right there you know she should have a she should have a way better you know um you know Achilles heel than just rope around the wrist. You know oh, it is not. It is nonsense because the thing is, is that the rope around the wrist that represents marriage, and the fact that they think that they can use that marriage, her marrying a man, that it it takes all her power away. That's very insidious. Yes, yeah, that's terrible. I thought it was interesting. So I never heard that. That's pretty lame. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some more research on that. Is it, is oh, yeah. would that be, that would be the same for Nubia too, wouldn't it? No, I don't, I, I don't know. think so. It's just it's just Wonder Woman, to my knowledge. Okay. But don't don't quote me on that. But the thing is, like I said before, I don't even remember hearing why binding her wrist takes her powers away. It was just oh, that's how you do it. Oh, just 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 tie her wrist up. She's harmless thing, you know. But they never gave a backstory on why that was the case. So, yeah. There's no way they would ever do that for a male character. There's no way they would ever be like, oh, just find the There's no way. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, like you tie his wrist together and he's like, damn it, all of a sudden I'm helpless. Like, I can't do nothing. But you know who that would do that for the black character? 
symbolizing prison. Yeah, uh, just tie his wrist. I don't. I don't think. I, I don't feel it. like. I don't feel like. Uh, um, you know, uh, Black Panther or whatever. You know, would, <laughs> you know, would feel would do that. You know. Oh shit. Yeah. I don't think about like you said. Superman is kryptonite. You know, Wolverine. You have to cut his head off. You have to. Basically, because that nigga can regenerate. Not his head. Right. His head is severed. Right. He's dead. Only way you can kill him. You have to cut his head off. But that's near impossible because his spine is has antiantium on it. So he's really he really you can't kill him. But if you can find a way that to get through cool that. That is cool as ever. If you find a way to get through that, because he can regenerate. But once the head's gone, it's a wrap. There's no more, you know, you can't regenerate. I mean, that's you. pretty much everybody. That's pretty much the way to kill anybody, though, isn't it? Like, I mean, oh, yeah. That's, that's uh, <laughs> the best way to know that, he's, that a person's really gone, yeah. Probably a little messy. Probably a little messy. But, no, uh, no, you guys, you all know that nobody's ever really gone. Ghost people, okay? He said what? Ghost train. Nobody's ghost ever truly people. dead. There's ghosts. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ghost train. Oh, that's really that perfect. Good, she, did, she did the sound perfect. I know. I said that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Noah, I've been meaning to ask you about redoing the theme and you need we need to find some way to get you recorded so we could do a new theme song which you want it. Yeah, we need to it's do that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm sing rap like Lil Wayne. No, then you're not doing anything. Everybody's <laughs> gonna be like, Nope, never mind. I don't need this equipment no more. Uh, we go here, we don't need rap this like shit. Lil Wayne. You count me out. And now I'm gonna drop some two chains like verses. Oh shit! Two cigarellas yeah. look like extensions. <laughs> yeah, I'm from the south side. Her mouth wide. My pack loud. My gat loud. I back out and click clack. Pow pow. Uh, uh. I'm mad that I know that. I'm kind of mad you know that too. Don't be mad. Uh, I hate cyborg in this damn game. Cyborg is cold, man. I don't like playing Cyborg. Are we recording this right now? I can play him. It's a podcast. Okay. Okay. Oh. I don't like playing Cyborg. I don't like playing Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, we we do that. During the show that niggas don't know about. Wow, Brooks, I don't need you to take it down a couple of notches, okay? Don't be doing that during the show. I don't porn. I haven't been through the wire. Well... Well, you should say okay. So, put okay, so it's not actually down. her wrist. It's it's the fact that her gauntlets are bound together. But I still don't understand why her gauntlets being bound together would make her weak. That makes no sense. Uh, I don't. I First, I need no you idea. to explain what a gauntlet is. It's those bracelets that she wears on her arms. Oh, okay. I'm with you now. She sits there and smack boots around and shit, and she. I did not know those were called gauntlets. Yeah. I didn't either. Dropping knowledge, Rain. I learned something new today. Yeah, I, I didn't either, but yeah. I figured that's what she was talking about. So. Yeah. Thank you for making me sound smart. Yeah. Well, Brooks, you need to get our scene. 
Oh, wait, and it only works if a man does it? That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Nubia can't do it. Raven, Raven from Teen Titans can't do it. Batman does it, and it's a wrap. Basically. Yeah. Gotcha, bitch. Once again, Wonder Woman can't be in the BDSM. So what so was her excuse at the end of crack, So crack.com so crack. says, um, so if you think about it, the real weakness here is scrotum. What? Is what? So basically, is so basically, you can only you can only weaken her by tying her gauntlets together if you have scrotum. So her actual weakness is really scrotum. It's men. <laughs> that is so terrible because she's a she's a fucking she's a fucking Amazon. Her she shouldn't have any. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. That makes no sense. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, That's thank angry. You. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, they have some com- some like some some little panels for some of the comics that like the Wonder Woman comics. Oh my god, like this shit is so sexist. <laughs> really? Are you surprised? Yeah, I'm not really surprised at that. It's so terrible. The time frame when these comics were actually created. Yeah, I'm like, it's like it's like finding out Looney Tunes were racist as fuck. It's like, oh, it's true. Well, no that, shit. Is true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Oh my god, you guys, you guys, Looney Tunes is racist. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's don't really? tell me that. Super racist. It's super racist. Okay, okay. If you ever see Mammy, how Mammy, they portray you remember that? How they remember that? I mean, even I mean, especially the way that they depict Native Americans. Yep. Native Americans. I mean, oh yeah, I've seen that. It's really bad. I mean, and then and then okay. some. I mean, and if you go back far enough, you'll see some of the some of the Looney Tunes comics that actually feature black people, and those are the most. They're all black. Those are. Oh, I remember the Mammy. Those are the most offensive ones. Have you? Have oh, girl, they get, they, it gets worse. Like I guarantee you, whatever you whatever you've seen, I could probably show you worse. Mm, what about the little know. French mouse? Is that racist? And everybody, Are you a man or a mouse? Look, Noah, everybody was in on it. Bugs Bunny was in on it. Daffy yep. was in on it. All of them were in on it. It's not like oh it was my God, one did not tell me. Bugs was in on it. Bugs was in on everything. He was the main yeah. nigga. He Bugs was, he was in on it. everything. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing I ever saw was a Disney uh, uh, cartoon, though. It was called Cola Black and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, like, yes, I saw that. That was terrible. I saw that. It was terrible. Awesome. It was terrible. Snow White with Negroes in, like, New Orleans or something. Everything is jazzy and everything. All Everything is, is bad. Look it up. Yeah, it's, Watch it. It's you will like get very every, upset. It is every negative black stereotype ever thrown into cartoon form. Wait, Raina, what's it called? No, I felt Terrible. bad. It's cold it's black. It's called Cola Black. The and seven Cola Black. Cola Black. Cold black. black or something. Cold Black. And the That's Seven Dwarfs. Yeah, Cold Black. But the okay. sad thing is I was really mad at myself because I still laughed at a couple of parts. So <laughs> that, 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 that might say something about me. But It's pretty, it's it's, it's pretty tough once. to watch for me. I watched yeah. it once. That, 
Never watched it again. It's fucked up. That's always the that's all that's always the messed up part about stuff like this. Like there'll be shit that you know you'll find funny, but you know you shouldn't be laughing at it because it's fucked up. But the thing that made me laugh was how was how over the top and how outrageous it was. It wasn't anything that was actually happening in the cartoon. It was the fact that it existed. Yeah. That was yep. the funny part. Sometimes you have like, to laugh wow. or keep from crying. Or keep from punching my computer screen at the moment. You know? So. Yeah, that worked. Yes, that too, probably. Yeah. Disney's not going to pay me for no, not going to buy me another computer screen. So. Yeah, probably. Yep. No, um, so guys, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to jump off because I gotta go check on the little one. I can hear him upstairs still kicking okay. the screen. Aww. So everybody have a good night. No, I'll see you later. Skype me tomorrow. I might Skype you when it's done if he goes to sleep. All right. Well, I'll be up. I'm playing Injustice, so. Cause I gotta do, I gotta do some homework, so I'm gonna be up. So I'll Skype you. All right. Cool. All right. Peace, Peace out, baby. Mhm. I still hear this echo, bro. This is like in my ear. Did it stop? No. It stopped for me. Is it? I don't hear it. I don't no, hear I it anymore hear it. either. I don't hear it. I can. Mm. Very faint. I wonder I if it's going to record that way. It is. It is. It's recording everything. 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 <laughs> Everything. Yeah, Randy, you missed some. We had some great stuff. I'm sure you did. I'm so mad, but I get to, at least I get to listen to when I go, you know, go back. Yeah, you know. and we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna do a part two because we had way too much. We had way too much stuff <laughs> to to fit in just a two hour show. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, we had, sure. It's like some of the, like some of the some of the figures. Like some of the figures that we looked at were just like, like some of them were just really ridiculous. And then the the fact is that they were so steady, like regardless of what year, what year it was, like we there was for the like, regardless of whether it was the gender stereotypes. There's a study from '98 that I had numbers for, and then that one from two from '02, '05, mm. relatively the same thing. Right. And, and like pro- the craziest stat that I saw was the fact that um hold on, where here it is right here um there's one done in two thousand two on the appearance of female characters where they 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 did their study based on three categories like sleeve length neckline lower and lower body clothing and they also took cleavage and breast size into account. And they found in the games that came out that year that only eighty-two of only eighty-two of five hundred ninety-seven characters were women, so roughly thirteen percent. Female characters exposed more skin. Forty-one percent of the characters were big busted, and the crazy one for me was there was no difference between all of the game ratings. So there was no difference between whether it was an adult game, a teen game, or an E for Everybody game. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising, but it was like, wow, that's, wow, wow. And and wasn't there a controversy not that long ago, like, about, like, some some female character that they tried to put more clothes on or something? And, like, you know, like, the gaming community was mad. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think you're you're talking about Tomb Raider. I haven't played Tomb Raider in years. 
Yeah, Lara, she started, yeah Lara. She started out with huh? big boobs and everything. She started out, like, with big boobs and everything, and then when they changed her, then there was controversy about that, too. Right. I don't know why. Yeah, and it's, like, every single, and it's, like, every single female character that's out there has the same body type. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, and, Tifa yeah. from Final Fantasy Seven is built like Lara Croft. Fucking Taki from Soul Calibur, same shit. White, huge tits and ass, and not really much else going on. No care, no real character development or story or plot or anything about how her feelings or thoughts, or rather the only thoughts and feelings she have usually revolve around the male protagonist. Right. Because she's dependent on him for that. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I mean, it's. You know, as many people, you know, don't seem to like Anna Sarkeesian and her, you know, her work on, you know, yes, that's what video game of. tropes. You know, she she's no, I'm right. Gonna send you a link to that. No, I'm gonna send you a link to that so we can watch that for the next one for part two whenever okay. we do that one. Because I, I was trying to remember what the name of that woman was, and then Raina, I kept meaning to ask you who it was for the longest time, and it just never thought. For me to ask, <laughs> for me to just deny me. I mean, I think part of it had to do with the fact that you weren't on Facebook for a time, and then you did come back, and then I just didn't think to ask. Mm. See, this is why they keep me around. Human dictionary. <laughs> it's encyclopedia, damn it. Okay, encyclopedia. Close enough. Same shit. So you have a March birthday too, Raina. Yes, I do, because March babies are awesome. All the best people are born in March. No, they're born in February. That is true. No. Nigga, I got, I got Frenchie Douglas on my side. You know, you know I mean, terrible all month, the best right? people are born in March, but February, you know, they have some they have some pretty awesome people, too, but not as many awesome people as March. We got Frederick Douglas, March. okay? We got myself. We got Terrible Here's Charles Barkley. Okay, we've got we've got what Erica Badu over here. Okay, Rihanna doesn't count. <laughs> Rihanna doesn't count. Mariah Carey. <laughs> okay, well, I, you know nobody actually, cares about actually, her. Yeah. Actually, Erica Badu was born in February. For your bit, for example. I thought. Okay, well, sorry. I, maybe maybe it was maybe it was the Pisces thing. Maybe it was the Pisces yes. thing. I was confusing. Was so, born in February. Not that that matters in song. See, I'm about to Google. Right, I'm about to Google this right now. Okay, Google you win. I was I wrong. Damn I got it. Bob Marley and Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever you got to say is irrelevant. Oh, Whatever. Damn. Hold on, we got Gucci. Too. I don't like give a fuck about Michael Jordan. He's a prick anyway. Moving yeah, on. There you go. <laughs> we got Chris Rock. <laughs> Michael Jordan is an asshole. Gary Coleman. Joe Pesci. Somebody- who cares about who cares Joe about Joe Pesci? Gary Coleman? Got Joe okay, Pesci. but Joe Pesci hasn't. But Joe Pesci, no one's cared about Joe Pesci since uh, Goodfellas. Don't matter, my man. Cared about Kelly Gary Coleman hurts my heart. Brandy he went through so much. I got Jerry Springer, <laughs> Ice T. Okay, you really want to? You really want to rep Jerry Springer? No, seriously. I got. Okay. Hey, I, I got Amber Riley. Okay, guess who I've got? Mm-hmm. I've got Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. Fucking James Bond. Come on, dude. You know, you don't get better than that. Oh, my God, we have James Bond. I got Kurt Cobain. Okay, well, you do have Kurt. Yeah, I got Kurt. Okay. Oh. That's fine. Boom. I win. I got got Money Mayweather. Damn. 
Damn it, March has Robin sick. Why do we have Robin sick? Damn it. Hey, but hey, I got I got Birdman and Gucci Man though. Oh, but I got Common. Oh, and I got Einstein. Oh yes, Common. You know Einstein trumps all of your shit. Einstein wins. Yes, that's that's, that's Einstein it. Einstein wins. Done. I, hey, I got Steve Jobs. Okay, but he doesn't hmm. trump Einstein. No, no, he can't. I take him over Einstein. And I got my man Smokey. Oh, got my man Smokey. He that does kind of tip the scales a little bit, but he's not. He's still not <laughs> winning. <laughs> it's not a trump card. It's not a trump card though. <laughs> actually, actually, you guys lied because Mariah Carey is March twenty seventh. So y'all lie. Yeah, so that's what March I said. Wins by default. Hey, yeah. no one said she I, That's what that's what I said earlier. I said Mariah Carey said she's she's on my birthday. Oh, 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 oh! I got one for y'all. Y'all don't have Christopher Walken though. Oh. He bringing more cowbell? No. Yes, he is. You're saying y'all. Yo, you're saying y'all, but I'm with. I'm with. Hey, you're saying y'all, but I'm got, with you. Got, I'm with you, Raina. Oh, that's right. That's that's right. I thought you were. I thought you. But see, I thought you were defending Brooke, so I had to like. Hey, I got. I got no. Hemsley. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a March baby, and I believe that the year should start with March. Oh. Well, we got, okay. Well, you know what, Marcus? Hey. We got Noah. We got Noah, so we win by default. Yeah, uh, me, me, and Raina together, knows, we make this month. Knows that Noah doesn't exist. Wow. Well. Blood never happens. Wow. Well. <laughs> Put, put the game controller down, put the lotion away, and come to that to my face. Uh, I, <laughs> right well, now. I would, I would, but it costs too much to get there. How <laughs> 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 let me, me in L.A. Yeah. We could talk. <laughs> so, yeah, nah. That's, I'm glad that you guys had a great show, though. Yeah. Bring the RSSB back. I know I need to. I got a whole bunch of crap going on right now, though, and I'm trying to get the how other show started. How does that work? The, what um, what the RSS? Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, how does, so, I've, yeah, I've, I've always wanted to use one, but I don't know what. I don't know how it works. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, an actual RSS. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about that. We can talk about that offline. <laughs> yeah, I was confused. Okay. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Yeah. How does her show work? Yeah. I, you, know, I, you know what? I was <laughs> I was concerned about that name when I first picked it, but you know everybody was saying like, you know, it actually fits because you're talking about reason, science, and skepticism. So, you know what I mean? Call it the RSS feed. You know what I mean? So that's um, yeah, the RSS feed. Black free thinkers RSS feed. Yeah, which is different from you got my you got my. You got you got my list of names for the for the for the new show, so I did. No, We're gonna have to have a poll. You know you know which one I'm <laughs> leaning towards. I already told you guys. Which one? Which one? Sexual Congress. <laughs> That's how like you could be wearing Congress. Kerry Washington glasses and wearing a nice suit with a riding crop <laughs> in your hand. <laughs> hey. You know, whatever whatever gets it done, you know? Huh? What did I say you should? What did I say we should call it? Atheist uh, panties. Atheist <laughs> panties, which I was against yes. because it comes very close <laughs> to the R. Kelly black panties thing, and I don't think we should be encouraging that. So, you know. 
oh, friends yeah. don't let friends listen, you know, listen to R. Kelly, especially Black Panties, with mm-hmm. with that really youngish looking girl on the cover. <laughs> Terrible. That's really that, that, that's his new yeah. CD, isn't it? I I listened to some stuff from it. It's kind of awful. I mean, I don't what know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't. I'm not. I'm not, I don't, I'm not I only heard clips, that. but I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I mean, our, there's no denying that R. Kelly done made some. He he made some great music at, at a point, but I'm I'm pretty good on him right now. Yeah. When he put out love letters. I really love that CD, When a Woman Loves and all that. Like, when he's singing about that kind of stuff, then I'm like, okay. But then when he went here, I was like, ah, I don't know if I can do you anymore, R. Kelly. I just, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. No no black panties. But, yeah, if um, if you got, will you guys wrap up the podcast, um, call me on three-way. We can talk more about the about the upcoming show. So, no, yeah, I gotta talk. I'll probably have to talk a, another day because I gotta. I got some okay. work I gotta do. Okay, well then, Brooks and I can talk about it, and we'll just we'll just like tell you more about it later. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I actually have to head out now. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen minutes out. Okay. Cool, well, man. it's been good talking to you, Chica. Let's yes. get back to what you need to be doing. All right. All right, you guys. Thanks, everyone. on. Indeed. Afrofuturism in two weeks. Woohoo! Woo! And we are out Bye-bye. of here. Bye bye. Bye bye.